Yep. So, uh, I... If I reached over and grabbed my Switch, I could find out exactly how many hours of this damn game I've played. Um, the Scarlets mentioned a, a game that I've played, I would say probably at least 10 hours of in the last week. Um, at least, and that's that's probably a lowball estimate. Um, it's called Placid Plastic Duck Simulator. It's apparently a couple of years old. Um, I, I'm not sure exactly when it came out. I have the Switch version, which doesn't have all the DLC, but it is a game uh, where you um, simulate rubber ducks. And by simulate rubber ducks, I mean they are rubber ducks. You you don't steer them. They are driven by by the movements of the water and the flow of the pool. And you just rotate a camera around and watch these ducks. Every five minutes, a new duck spawns in. There's lots of fun, weird ducks that can show up. There's like a fire-breathing dragon duck, which will set fire to all your wooden and paper ducks. Until the clown duck with the squirty flower or the firefighter duck who sprays water show up to put out the fire on your ducks that have been set on fire. Um, And then you just, like, there's, there's a propeller duck. He's got a propeller on his head. He will launch up out of the pool and then fall back in the pool and eventually launch at such an angle that he falls out of the pool and continues to go off off into the distance where he is gone until you reload the save because when you reload it spend it, like it just starts off spawning every duck that you've made one by one so they all fall in the pool and then the timer starts and then 5 minutes later you uh you get your next duck and and yep you just you the, there's like three camera options you've got like there are two deck chairs next to the pool um that you can set your camera at, or you can set your camera to follow a duck specifically, and you can zoom in and out and rotate around and switch which duck you're following. Um, and and then, like, some environmental stuff will happen. Like, sometimes it gets windy, and this, uh, this one flamingo floaty will fall in the pool, and it might trap a duck inside of it and block the slide. Because there's, there's two pools. There's, like, a slide that goes from one pool down to another pool, and then there's a vacuum that sucks up the ducks and brings them back to the first pool. And, um, and yeah, there's this flamingo who will be a nuisance until one of the ducks, like the jouster duck who has, like, a pointy bit, will poke the floaty and pop it. Um, and you're not controlling any of this, of course. They're, they're rubber ducks. You're just, you're just watching them. <laughs> watching them live out their rubber ducky lives in this pool. Um... Yeah, it. I don't know. It's it's cute. It's a good game for when you're building magic decks or reading comics or you know you you just want it running in the background. Um, it's like the mindless YouTube video of uh, video games. I have a very important question. Okay. Is there a duck that's like a train conductor? Uh, not in the switch version there's a couple dlcs that are only on the steam version um i don't know if or when they'll ever get added to switch but there there's no train ducks in uh in the game that i have okay follow-up question is there a duck with a top hat i don't remember one but that does sound like something there would be zero out of ten well (laughs) 
but <laughs> but there is a duck that is like a glass bottle with a ship in the bottle inside of the duck. Um, there's a stone <laughs> duck who sinks straight to the bottom of the pool and just sits there. Uh, also a marble duck that just sinks to the bottom of the pool. Uh, there is uh, one of those uh, like electro orb, um, you know, like those sciency things. Like th- there's a duck whose head is one of those, and it's just electricity in in the duck's head. Um, there is a duck in overalls who will Jay. lean back and blow a big pink bubblegum bubble, and then it will pop onto his face, and then it'll disappear. Yeah, you know, Jay, there's electricity in everybody's head. Mm. Well, not mo- most of these ducks are just full of air. They're rubber ducks filled with air. That's rude. But um. But the electric one has electricity inside. Also, there's a radio playing just like chill synth tunes. But in the... And there are multiple stages. I think there's there's more in the Steam version. Switch has the pool I described. And then another one that's like an ice lodge. Where there's like a spiral slide that goes down to like an ice rink. With, there's like ice hockey goal post things. And a puck that... The ducks might not get in there, but they're not trying to because they're just rubber ducks. And a, like a tiny Zamboni will come out of a garage and push the ducks onto uh, a ski lift car that will lift them back up to the, the top pool. Um, but on the first pool, the, the radio, it plays the chill tunes, but also sometimes it will have like voice clip things. And one of them is uh, explaining a real-life thing that happened in, in, I think it was like 1990, there was a freighter that was traveling from Hong Kong to the west coast of the U.S., and a couple shipping containers fell overboard, including one that was full of rubber ducks and also like rubber turtles and some other rubber toys, and... These toys were made in such a way where, like, there was no air hole in them, so they were just permanently full of air. And oceanographers used that to track, like, currents. Because they could find the ducks, like, along the coast of Alaska and Russia. They found some of them that, like, traveled through the Arctic and landed in the UK. Um, so, so that was a neat thing I learned about from watching these ducks float around. That That's cool. That's yeah. like that Lego thing. Yeah, yeah, the Lego spill off the UK. Yeah, I don't know how know how much those traveled around the ocean. I know because these ducks were full of air, they were able to like, you know, be found more easily and have traveled like around the ocean. Hey Jay, do you want to know something interesting? Mm. Uh, I just bought the game and it's on my computer, and I'm watching a duck slowly float towards a tube. Okay. Yeah, we'll see how many ducks you get by the end of this episode, because they <laughs> drop in, like, one every five minutes. I see I see two floaties and a big beach ball that's just in the grass outside. Yeah, if, if it's the first pool, only the flamingo will eventually fall into the pool. The other floaties just sit there. Um, you'll also, like, hear sounds, you'll see, like, a cruise ship in the distance, or... A bunch of ducks in the distance because, you know, the ducks from the, the spill. Or, like, an airplane overhead. Or, 
spoilers for I, I don't know what exactly triggers it people thought maybe you had to play for like 30 hours to make it happen but I think I've made it happen in less so maybe it's just a percentage thing um there is like a giant king triton duck you'll hear like trumpets <laughs> playing and then this enormous duck with a crown and a trident will rise up out of the ocean and then just sit there and watch your ducks until you close out the save <laughs> that, that sounds awesome yeah uh, i turned off the sound just because uh we're doing a show and i could like yeah. my head would blow up uh, <laughs> uh but yeah this is just going to be running uh, yeah during yeah the whole it's, recording. it's just kind of like a physics simulator that you can watch and rotate the camera on yep oh a second duck just came in Hmm. Um, it is blue. Okay. Blue with stars. Yeah. Like, there, there's uh, a pink duck that you'll get, and if you zoom in, you see it says Duck U written on it. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's like a rude pink duck. There's, there's like a crossword puzzle duck that I think might have like a link to their Discord server written on it, but I'm, I'm not sure. It says like Discord and GG and PPDS, which is, you know, Plastic, plastic duck simulator. Okay, I have an update. Hmm. Um, it is not a it's not a blue star duck. It is a blue flower duck. Okay. Um, I apologize for the misinformation. Yeah, no, very important. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So I've played uh, many hours of that in the background of doing other things over the last week. I am posting proof. Okay. Oh yeah, I I haven't seen that. That might be only in the Switch one. Oh no, in the Steam one because I don't recognize that one. I I didn't buy DLC. It was just like two dollars for oh. the base game. So. Okay, and maybe maybe I just haven't noticed because it was one of the later ones. Because yeah, like I got the game last week and then I just left it running while doing my D and D session. So I came back and found, oh, somebody popped the flamingo, and also there's a bunch more ducks. Nice. I'm, I'm going to get a third duck in like a minute. That'll be great. Yep. Yep, meter go up and get more duck. Yeah. I wonder if we could sell NFTs of these ducks. Uh, you could try. <laughs> I, also, I don't know there's... what it takes to convince anyone your nft is worth money it it looks well none of them are worth money anymore <laughs> yeah well yeah even, like, even when they were like what makes one of them worth something and other ones not i i don't know scarcity I guess, well yeah but like do you have to be like a celebrity or something to get attention onto your nft i i just got an achievement mm. um for having three ducks yeah um, yeah, the Switch the, the, version doesn't have the achievements, so I haven't gotten to experience uh, all the random achievements that you get for just sitting here watching the ducks. It must be a stone duck. It just fell to the bottom, and now it's just on its side uh, at the bottom of the pool. Yeah, I think there is an achievement I saw where uh, if you change the camera to the stone duck and look around and see the golf ball that's at the bottom of the pool, you get an achievement for that. Yeah, I noticed that, but I didn't actually look at it or anything yet. Yeah, because like, some of the achievements are tied to you moving the camera around when a thing happens, but then some of them are just tied to 
you let the game run long enough and uh, a certain duck showed up and now it's an achievement. Or a duck collided with another duck in a way that caused an interaction to happen. Uh, yes, uh, I did get an achievement called Ball is in Pool. Mm. Yep. Oh, there's little particle effects in the water. Oh, well. Mm. This is neat. Uh, yeah, apparently it was just like a small team <laughs> in Italy got a bunch of Unity assets and threw them together and made this game. Yeah. It, it is pretty delightful, I gotta say. Yeah. Um, every time we record for the rest of the year, I'm gonna have this on, and we're gonna see how many achievements I get <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> by, I mean, by the end of the year. Like On the Switch version, there's 98 different ducks you can get, not counting the special ducks. Um... And so, my first file on the first pool, I got all 98, and then I found the meter was still running, and you can get more, but it's, like, duplicates. Like, once once you've gone through all the unique ones, it starts putting in duplicates. So, part of me wants to keep that file going, so I can see if I just fill the whole pool wall-to-wall with ducks. Um... Not that they would all stay in because some of them, like some of them, just fall out of the pool or get launched out. Like uh, th- there's a duck with bull horns who will sometimes just charge another duck, and then it launches both of them out of the pool. Um, That's sad. The uh, ice lodge one it was a uh, because I, I was letting that run yesterday, and the, the slide that goes from one pool to the other curves in such a way that if a duck is going too fast it will just fall out so i had like three of them fall off the slide and we're just laying on the rocks in between the pools okay new update large green duck okay is it the dragon one or just a green one no just just green and it's it's not any bigger than the other ones i was exaggerating Mm. yep I will update every time the duck drops. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have anything else really to say. I guess we'll be talking about this all episode because you have ducks coming in now. Yes. Yeah, that'll be the the main topic of this episode. Uh, in the meantime, let's see. I haven't seen Dune Chapter 2 or Part 2 or whatever yet. I'm going to see it tomorrow. So that'll be for next episode, I guess. Nice. Um, I did, uh, yeah, it wasn't, I guess it was in the past, oh yeah, it was like, it was like a week and a half ago, uh, I watched, uh, Fast X, I think, is that, yeah, Fast X, it, it's the Fast and Furious 10 from last year, uh, I saw it was free on Prime, so I watched it, and was surprised that it might actually be my favorite Fast and Furious that I've seen. <laughs> um, it, it was one that it uh, a lot of uh, people who are fans of the franchise were like, "Nah, that one's too silly." And for me, it's it was the first one where I, I mean, like I liked seven okay, but ten was the first one where I really felt like, "Oh yeah, this is just a big fun silly cartoon." Like, I think maybe because I yeah. watched so many like superhero things that. When anybody else watches like the regular Fast and Furious movies, they think, "Oh yeah, this is wacky." It's... And then I watch it, and it's like it just feels like an action movie. But then this new one, we've got Jason Momoa hamming it up so hard as the villain that like there's uh, like like the first big action scene 
It's um, so uh, a few people from Vin Diesel's crew have been hired by someone like they think it's one of their allies, and then twist turns out actually Jason Momoa, who's playing the vil- he's like he's the son of one of the villains from the past movies, and he wants revenge. Um, he's secretly hired them to um, heist some kind of computer something out of a truck in Rome. Uh, and so they steal the truck and then discover it's not a computer, it's a bomb. And when I say bomb, I mean like an Indiana Jones boulder, big round bomb, <laughs> like comical bomb that is sitting in the back of this truck that will like blow up a third of the city if it blows up. Um, and, uh, yeah, so they're, they're like in the truck with this bomb and Vin Diesel has been, you know, clued in that it's a trap. So he's on his way to, to try to save them. And so there's just this big action scene of like, they have to try to find a way to stop the truck. They end up like putting up a trip wire that, oh, and also the truck is being, uh, remote controlled by Jason Momoa, who's like standing on a rooftop, um, they, they like set up a trip wire and crash the truck into it, so the truck flips over, and then the back pops open, and this giant boulder bomb is like rolling down the streets of Rome, and um, Jason Momoa decides just because it would be kind of funny to he he doesn't want to just detonate the bomb, he wants to blow up the Vatican specifically. So they're all he's trying to guide this bomb toward the Vatican. And Vin Diesel has to crash his car into the bomb to knock it into the river before it gets to the Vatican. Um, also, he's their whole crew is being framed to make it look like they're terrorists who are trying to blow up the Vatican. Um, and it does make a pretty big boom in the river. It still does a lot of damage, but it doesn't, you know, level buildings the way it was going to. But it, it just, the scene felt so much like something out of Adam West Batman. This just giant comical bomb rolling down the street that they're trying to stop with their cars. Like, I don't know. The movie is funny in a way that uh, the other ones haven't been. And it's mostly Jason Momoa just being just a weird little freak. Uh, I got like Joker vibes to him in this. I appreciate a franchise just getting progressively dumber on purpose. Hmm. I mean, yeah. it's got to be on purpose. Yeah, yeah, and and I don't know what's going to happen with the next one because this one, it costs like three hundred million dollars, and it made it back. You know how like uh, you have to make like double your budget back to break even. It apparently like just barely did that because it it just didn't land that well. There were a lot of movies last year, so it had some competition. Um, so because of that, it sounds like the next one, they want to do a lower budget. And also, uh, it sounds like maybe Vin Diesel was uh, a little jealous of how cool Jason Momoa was. So I don't know how they're going to do, you know, if he's coming back for that or not. Cause also in the credits, they set up that even though, so at the end of the movie, um, uh, Vin Diesel and his son are in their car on top of a dam with two like trailer trucks like you know fuel trucks like giant fuel trucks about to crash into them uh, and also the whole dam is rigged with bombs to explode 
uh, Vin Diesel drives off the edge of the dam into the like down down the slope of the dam um, <laughs> as the two like fuel trucks crash into each other and make a big explosion. He's like driving down the slope of the dam into the river. Um, ends up losing his car in the process. Oh no, he lost his car. Um, and then uh, Momoa is like, uh, okay, fuck this, I'm gonna kill you now, and detonates the dam. So it's like, Vin Diesel and his son are standing <laughs> at the bottom of a dam that is exploding. Also, their allies came to save them in a plane, but then it turns out another guy who they thought was an ally is actually secretly working for Momoa, and he fires a rocket launcher, and the plane's going down, and you think his allies are dead, but they crashed off screen so probably not um and it just ends on this cliffhanger and then we go into the credits and there's a scene of um uh Dwayne Johnson uh he hasn't been here for the whole movie because he's got his own beef with Vin Diesel um it seems like maybe Vin Diesel just i don't know doesn't want to work with anyone who might be cooler than him um but uh <laughs> Yeah, Dwayne Johnson has his own, like, side scene where Jason Momoa calls him and is like, hey, you were involved in killing my father, too. Uh, I want revenge on you, too. Um, and I guess that's going to be, like, a spin-off movie. Like Hobbs and Shaw. They're, they're doing a Hobbs and Reyes of um, Dwayne Johnson and Jason Momoa's characters facing off. So, and But that would be really weird if uh, this villain went to all this work to kill Vin Diesel and then doesn't show up in the next one. Which also, I guess they're going to try to do on a lower budget somehow, even though they keep escalating the stakes to do stupider things in all of these. So, I don't know. But, this movie was surprisingly fun, at least. As someone who generally doesn't like these movies. Hey, Jade, I have an update. Mm-hmm. Multiple new ducks? Uh, I, I do have multiple new ducks, but also the the blue flower duck just went down the slide. Okay. It was the first to do so. So you've got the first in the lower pool now? Yep, and it, it just went up the tube. Oh, okay. oh man, that... It, that, it went that at was, such an angle that it didn't really stay in the pool for long. That was, that was two achievements very quickly. Okay. Um, I also got an achievement for seeing uh, a cruise ship. Hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. I have to look at the controls to get back to my ducks. Yeah, I don't know what it is on computer. Like Okay, there we go. Yeah, so switch is just left, right, L, and R to... Since we last talked, I got a red duck, just like a regular red duck, mm. um, like a very glossy uh, pink duck. Like the whole thing is made out of like a very reflective plastic. Okay. Um, and uh, oh, a wooden duck. Okay. Just like a regular wooden fish. Mm. Um, and that's a all very my updates. Don't say that. You'll make me sad. Uh, it, it's fine. But, it won't, you know, lose any parts. It'll just be on fire when the fire ducks get involved. <laughs> Until the water ducks put I, it out. My original duck just went down the slide. Hmm. Uh, but that's all I got for now. 
for uh, dark dark updates, dark dates. I don't know. Mm. We'll workshop it. Okay. Um, I also this week uh, Wonka came to DVD, so I've seen that now. Um, it was fine. I don't believe you. Mm. I mean, it, it's a movie that has had glowing reviews that I think come from a place of uh, not expecting much out of it. Um, it again, it's a musical. Uh, it's you know pretty weird and whimsical. You know, fun little kids movie. Um, a lot of a lot of songs where they just like make up words to make it rhyme. But in a way, like, they know it's it's dumb and silly, and that it's fine that it's, you know, one of those just, uh, I, I don't even know how to really describe it. Like, it, it it's a fun and wholesome kind of movie with, like, just like, kind of a fairy tale logic to the whole thing of, like, there, there are some really weird stuff that happens in this, and they're just like, yeah, that's just, that, that's, that's what the world is. Which it kind of fits with like the mood and tone of uh, the original Willy Wonka movie, because hmm. there's like so okay so I guess story. Um, so young Willy Wonka comes to I'm gonna call it London. I don't know if they say if it's London or if it's just like some kind of European English looking town. Looks kind of 1800s-ish. Um, he, he arrives in this town with a coin and a dream to make uh, the world's greatest chocolate shop. And then he loses his coin down the drain. But that's fine. He still has a dream. Um, and uh, so he, he needs a place to stay. And he goes to this uh, like inn where... They make him sign a con this like big contract with all kinds of fine print uh, about staying there, um, and he signs it because you find out later that one of his uh, issues that he works through in this movie is that he doesn't know how to read. He's spent so much time studying chocolate that he never learned the alphabet, so he just fakes so, it. So this is an at that. An adaptation of uh, Kid Icarus. Um, I guess I I don't remember Kid Icarus. That's, that a, that's a, just a whole thing of it not knowing how to read. Okay. Um, that's actually a thing he yells in Smash when he goes uh, off the top. Mm. I don't know how to it's read. A rush. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's exactly it. Okay. I, I or I I never learned how to read. Mm. Like Nancy's dying. Okay. Um, I mean, the only line of dialogue I remember from Kid Icarus Uprising is, "But chicken is more economical," because it's just like so, I, I'm sure maybe in the original it sounded more natural, but it is such a weird line of dialogue in the English version. I. I I want to learn Japanese just to figure out mm. how they how they translated that game. Mm. Um, but yeah, so Wonka, you know, signs this contract that uh, basically like the, the these the people the couple who own the inn are scam artists, and they're basically like everyone who's 
outcome there is like their indentured servants having to work off the bullshit debt that they're given by working in the laundromat that they have under the inn. Um, but so Wonka uh, still he's trying to set up uh, or he he's like, introducing people to his chocolates like in, in like the town square. Um, but he is opposed by the chocolate cartels, uh, which is that there are three businessmen. There's, uh, Slugworth, Prodnose, and I don't remember the third one. They're ones that I think were, like, briefly mentioned in the movie as being, like, rivals of Willy Wonka, but, like, they, they appear in this movie, and they are three separate chocolate owners, or chocolate factory company, whatever, owners. Um, who are secretly working together to control the whole chocolate uh, industry of this town. And they have, like, the police on their payroll, and, like, the chief of police, they're bribing him with chocolates, and over the course of the movie, he gets fatter and fatter as they keep giving him more chocolates. Um, and, uh, yeah, and th there's a whole thing, like, there's an exposition scene later where they explain that these guys have been watering down their chocolate... Uh, which they argue it's better that way, but they're watering down the chocolate and all of the excess chocolate is being stored in a vault underneath the church, like like a Catholic chapel that is run by a chocoholic bishop, played by Rowan Atkinson, um, and his uh, like <laughs> legion of 50 chocoholic monks who are all defending this this building where they store the chocolate under the building. Um, and, like, like, part of the climax of the movie is that they, 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 like, have a giraffe stampede through the church to steal candy that they put in the pocket of the bishop guy, uh, and, and then, like, they get captured and they get, like, put in the vault and, and it's, like, filling up with chocolate and they're gonna drown in the chocolate, but then they find a way to, like, have the chocolate come out of a fountain or some i don't know this movie's weird it's very weird um there's also yeah there's just there's a lot of songs where they just make up words to make it feel like you know uh the the, the chocolate song that is you know it comes up a couple times um i mean i, I could look up the lyrics but it's just they rhyme choc so chocolate they pronounce it chocolate so they can rhyme it with you know uh, reach into your pocket uh, and get some Wonka chocolate. <laughs> It'll make their your eyes pop out of their socolates. So, yeah, they're, they're just making up shit to make it rhyme, and it's all part of the charm. Um, there's also one of the people at the inn is a girl named Noodle, who, as a baby, was dropped down the laundry chute and just had a ring with a letter N on it. So the laundry owner person lady named her noodle um and it turns out actually it's not an n it's a z and actually she is secretly the daughter of slugworth's brother and a potential heir to that family fortune but in order to get rid of her he dropped the slugworth her father died and slugworth took the baby and dropped her down the chute um but yeah no she's called noodle and there's a whole song it's like noodle noodle apple strudel some people do and some people some people don't and some people doodle um it it's 
yeah, th- uh, this is a weird movie. Also, yeah, uh, like Willy Wonka, the magic of his stuff comes from just the weird places he sources ingredients. Like, um, he, uh, needs to get giraffe milk, uh, at one point. Like, they have to go to a zoo to find a giraffe so they can milk it so they can make whatever special candy. Um, he's got, like, these candy things that when you eat them you start flying and it's because they have some kind of, like, rare beetle inside of them that hatches when you eat it and makes you fly until it farts out of you. Um, and, uh, what else? God, there's so much stuff that happens in this movie. Shit. There was something about it I was gonna mention. I'm just gonna look up the, um... You can give an update on ducks while I look up, uh... the wiki summary to see what else Uh, I'm forgetting. So, several ducks have dropped since uh, our last uh, up duck. Mm. Um, There's like a... It's either a dark brown or a dark black duck. Um, a turquoise duck. Um, a camo duck, like an army or hunting camo. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a bright white duck. Um, but uh, a more interesting thing is that it is now nighttime. Oh, so is the bright white the glow-in-the-dark um, duck? Um, it might be. Okay. It's just because once it gets to nighttime, like there's there's a white duck that will like give off light from it. Um, it it looks like it's probably just a white duck. Okay, like it it doesn't look like it's actually making light. Okay, yeah, no, there like there you'll um, notice at night there is a duck that illuminates. Um, an interesting thing is that uh, they had some shooting stars. Mm. Um, and I think that's where the camo duck came from. I think the shooting stars brought an additional duck. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I know I, there's I like the, a UFO lore... that will come by sometimes and drop ducks once whatever mm. condition's been met to make them show up. I haven't seen that yet, but I I think the lore is that I wished upon the shooting star mm. for another duck, and another duck came. Okay. So, yeah, there's our our duck update. Mm. Yeah, now the thing I, I was going to mention that I'd forgotten, um, there is one Oompa Loompa in the movie. I mean, th- there's some others who are, like, referenced, but um, uh, Hugh Grant shows up as an Oompa Loompa who has been secretly stalking Wonka because at some point prior to the movie, Wonka went to the island that the Oompa Loompas live on uh, he didn't see any of them, but he saw they they have one tree with cocoa beans, and he took all five of the cocoa beans from it. And s- since Hugh Grant's Oompa Loompa was tasked with guarding that tree, he's been told uh, as punishment he has to go get a thousand cocoa beans to make up for the ones that were lost. So he's just been taking them gradually from Wonka as, you know, Wonka, uh, you know, somewhere manages to keep filling up jars of cocoa beans. Um, you know, Oompa Loompa shows up and steals them, but he captures him and they have a talk and find out about, uh, you know, why he's been stalking him all this time. And he ends up like when they know they're going to be captured toward the end, he, um, leaves, he, he gives the bad guys a jar of cocoa beans, knowing Oompa Loompa guy's going to come and, uh, try to, 
try to find him and like get the jar and stuff. I'm wondering, should I just read the wiki summary? Because I feel like I'm not making sense here. So much sure, weird stuff happened. It looks like the summary is pretty short. Okay. Uh, according to Wikipedia. Oh, can I give a quick duck update? Yep. Um, before you do that. Yep. Um, I now have a plaid duck. Okay. Uh, and it is snowing. That is all. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, sometimes weather things will happen briefly. Uh, okay. Willy Wonka, an aspiring magician, inventor, and chocolatier, arrives in Europe to establish his chocolate shop at the Galleries Gourmet. Burning through his meager savings, he is coerced to stay at Mrs. Scrubbit's boarding house by her henchman Bleacher, and despite Orphan Noodle's warning about the fine print, signs a contract because he is illiterate. To pay them off, Wonka introduces Hoverchocks, chocolates that make people fly, facing opposition from three rival chocolatiers who call the chief of police to confiscate his earnings for disrupting trade and selling without a chocolate store. Unable to pay the exorbitant fees imposed on him by the contract, Wonka, uh, Wonka is captured and forced to work in a launderette uh, for Mrs. Scrubbit alongside five other captives, including Noodle. Learning of a chocolate cartel plot involving the rival chocolatiers, he makes his escape with the help of Noodle. While he promises her a lifetime supply of chocolates, she promises to teach him how to read. The cartel exploits the chief's weakness for chocolate to attempt to force Wonka to leave town. Wonka tells Noodle that his affinity for chocolate stems from his late mother. He also mentions the theft of his chocolates by an enigmatic orange man who has been stealing them for years. To produce his signature chocolate, Wonka and Noodle travel to the local zoo, milking Abigail the giraffe. Um, also, th there's a whole thing when they're getting into the zoo, uh, this isn't in the summary, um, where he, like, uh, he gives the, the, like, security guard at the zoo this candy that's supposed to, like, simulate, like, a night out on the town where it's, like, there's like layers to it and each one it gets him like progressively drunker to the point that he like drunk dials uh like an ex-girlfriend and is like crying and then passes out um uh, <laughs> this, is, this sounds really stupid yeah uh together um, with the other launderette workers they embark on a chocolate selling crusade to alleviate their debts while using tunnels underneath the city to evade scrub it and the chief Unmasking an Oompa Loompa named Lofty as the thief, Wonka discovers that the Oompa Loompas seek retribution for the cocoa beans Wonka took from Loompa, uh, Loompa Land uh, under Lofty's watch. Wonka captures Lofty, but Lofty dupes Wonka into freeing him. He strikes Wonka with a frying pan and snatches a jar of chocolate before disappearing. Using the funds raised from selling chocolates, the launderette workers open Wonka's dream chocolate store. The chief and the chocolate cartel, now unable to arrest him since he has a legitimate shop, expose him to Scrubbit. Infusing his chocolates with Yeti sweat, Scrubbit incites chaos among the customers, leaving, uh, which basically, like, she, she makes this Yeti sweat into the chocolates and it makes everybody start growing, like, hair everywhere. Um... It's leading to the destruction of Wonka's store. Wonka agrees to the cartel's offer to leave town by ship to pay off everyone's debts. All of the workers are released from the laundrette except Noodle. Cartel leader Arthur Slugworth pays Scrubbit to keep her there indefinitely. Wonka deduces that Noodle and Slugworth are related before he and Lofty are forced to jump off the boat. Um, so he was leaving on a boat. The boat's been rigged to explode. Turns out no one else is on board. It's just full of dynamite. 
Um, after rescuing Noodle, Wonka and the group devise a strategy to obtain the cartel's incriminating account book. Using Abigail the Giraffe as a distraction, Wonka and Noodle infiltrate the cartel's base, where they are confronted by the cartel. Slugworth discloses that after the death of Noodle's father, his own brother Zebedee, he falsely reported Noodle as deceased to her mother, Dorothy, and gave her to scrub it in order to eliminate her claim to the family fortune. Held at gunpoint, Wonka and Noodle are nearly drowned in a vat of chocolate, but Lofty rescues them. Wonka and Noodle unveiled the, uh, the cartel's misdeeds to the authorities and the public. They really, um, also they, you know, reveal that the, oh, okay, it looks like the guy mentioned, yeah, they, they reveal that the chief of police is on their payroll so that he can get arrested too, because otherwise everyone was on payroll. Um, they release the cartel's chocolate reserve through a fountain laced with Wonka's unique ingredients, ruining the cartel's enterprise. The cartel meets their downfall and the police arrest the corrupt chief. The crowd revels in tasting Wonka's chocolate fountain, and Wonka unwraps the last chocolate bar his mother had given him, discovering a gold paper with a message stating that the secret is not, uh, let's see, the secret is it's not the chocolate that matters, but who you share it with. He splits the bar into six pieces to share with his friends before reuniting Noodle with her mother Dorothy. He then settles his debt with Lofty and acquires an abandoned castle to commence building his own chocolate factory with Lofty as his tasting chef. Um, and then there's a mid-credit scene. Wonka's friends return to their old lives. Scrub and Bleacher are arrested after their attempt to eliminate evidence of sabotaging Wonka's shop. And that Where summary completely left... all of this? Well, I mean, he's, you know, probably not even born yet. Where is Augustus? Also probably not even born. I mean, this is when Wonka was, like, in his 20s. So, I don't know if any of the kids from, uh... The the Charlie story are even around yet. Where the fuck is Veruca? <laughs> uh, also not born yet. But, you know, the grandparents might have been around. Probably were around. Grandpa Joe Grandpa is probably Joe around is, somewhere. Grandpa Joe is out there uh, cheating on his wife somewhere. Yeah. You know he does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they sleep. It, it's, it's they're a polycule. They sleep in a bad before people. Oh god. They're, and then their genitals practically line up. Mm. <laughs> um, anyway, um, do you want another duck update really quick? Mm, sure. I got a gaming PC duck. Okay. Um, and like a it looks like a um, like a granite countertop design. Duck. Oh, yep. Yeah, I think I've seen that one. The the gaming PC duck is funny. Uh, I it, I got it during night, so the you know the RGB effects just really pop uh, mm. in the dark. Yeah. Continue. Okay. I mean, I only have one other topic, and I don't really have that much to say because I didn't finish watching it. Um. So, on a whim, after watching Fast X, I'm like, fuck it, let's watch this has-been hotel thing everybody's been talking about. Um, so I saw three and a half of the eight episodes. Um, when I got to the fourth episode, it suddenly takes a dark turn, and I'm like, nah, you, you haven't, I barely gave you a chance in the first place, I, I'm not continuing. Um, but, yeah, so, so from what I've seen of the show, it is 
the an- I will say the animation is very cute. Um, that's probably the best thing about it. The tone, they really just need to settle on a tone. Because it is like a very cute show, but I guess because it's set in hell and also made by people mostly catered to like Tumblr crowds, it's, it's just, I don't know, like, everybody's just like swearing so much in a way that clashes with the anime. Like, the animation feels just more kitty than, you know, yeah, like, I don't know. It just, it, it clashes. Like, it, it feels too cute for characters who are, like, calling each other cunts and talking about sex and stuff. Um, and, but, okay, so the, the premise is, that it is, it's a hotel in hell that is run by the daughter of Lucifer and uh, Lilith. And that she wants to make a place where people can redeem themselves and get into heaven, I guess. Um, I don't know. The, the whole metaphysics of heaven and hell and stuff, it, like, I have my own history with, uh, Christianity that just makes me feel like when I'm watching stuff like this, like, I'm just watching, watching someone else work through their baggage about religion, um, but even then, it doesn't, I don't know, for all the the talk about, like, sin that they do in this show, it doesn't feel like they're really analyzing, you know, just, I, I don't know. It, it didn't work for me. It felt like it, it just kind of half-baked. Um, and, but it it's mostly an excuse to have cute characters sing songs, uh, and the songs were okay. But also, it was that kind of sing-talking thing of them just, like, expositing really through well. song, but the like, none of the lyrics really felt catchy, because there is no chorus, really. It's just people sing-talking. Yeah, I I heard a lot about it. I, I didn't watch it, because it just looks really annoying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's absolutely not my thing, and I mostly watched it because... I was bored, and I have Amazon Prime, and people had been talking about... It seems like conversations all dropped off now, but people were talking about it for a week or two. Yeah. And it, it's also the type of thing where, like, I've, I've seen, like, anybody... Like, not, you know, not in the, the shack, but, like, anybody who says anything ne- negative about it is, like, a Puritan... Mm. Um, and anyone who who really likes it is just annoying. Mm. So, like, I I'd just rather not watch it because I don't want to be on either side. Yeah, uh, because the the you know the discourse around it is just very annoying. Also, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I watched a couple episodes. The animation's cute, but not enough to get me to watch an episode about how one of the characters is being sexually abused. And um, apparently, the show gets you know, it's just like one episode where they just get dark for an episode and then uh, go back to their regular bullshit in the next episode. But yeah, I don't know. It's like a it's like an eighties drug PSA. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it did kind of feel like this is our very special episode about sexual abuse 
I'm sure it handles it wonderfully. I wouldn't know. I stopped uh, part way in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's mostly just that's... the show. Just I don't know. It, it felt like they didn't know what the tone should be because they're like trying to be edgy and adult, but also it's a, a show where they're like singing songs about friendship and trying to make mean people be nice. Yeah. All based on this, like, kind of vague, uh, you know, like, I don't even know how, how the, you know, what sin means in the context of this show, necessarily. I don't know. There's, there's assumptions going on that I feel like they need to break down. But. So, Jade, I haven't seen it, but I'm, I'm willing to go on the record and say that it's the worst animated show ever made. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and maybe I, I don't. I don't even know if we have one person who listens to this show who would be mad at you for saying that. I think our I audience is small enough that listens to that show. We we know we have Eugene. Yeah, love you. Yeah, I mean Eugene that's usually it. has the the rainbow up arrow reaction to when an episode goes up, and that's how I know we yeah. have one listener. Yeah. Um, duck update. I got a tiger stripe duck mm. and like a, a 3d rendering, uh, pattern duck. Oh yeah. Yeah. That one. Um, oh, also like, I guess one of the ducks gave birth, um, and there's a few tiny ducks. Yeah. Like I think the, the main duck definitely does that. And I think there's other ducks that also will spawn smaller ducks. Oh no! If if all the solid colored ducks do that, then the, the pool is going to be filthy with um, small ducks. Yeah, I mean, usually the at least in the the you know, runs that I've done, the small ducks end up traveling down into the lower pool, and then the vacuum doesn't pick them up, so they end up just yeah. stuck down there. Yeah, the three of them are just kind of stuck in the corner. Yeah, yeah. No, the vacuum doesn't pick them up, so they they just end up down there. And time out. Mm. Um, also, it is daytime again. So, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, because that's everything I watched, I think. I mean, aside from... I watched both of those movies twice, because I felt like watching something. And then also watched um, Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves again. Good. Thought about watching other things. I, I I feel like I watched something else, but I don't remember. Now other things are dumb. Mm. Uh, you want to talk about the Marvels? Oh yeah, yeah, we can do that. That's one of the things I thought about watching again, and then watch D and D instead. Even though I I I do enjoy that movie, the Marvels. I mean, it's better than most of the stuff they've been making. Like it, it's. Yeah, I mean, like, it's one of those movies where the villain is nothing, again, but that's fine, because it's really about, like, the comedy and the interaction between the three female leads, and also, like, Nick Fury as kind of, like, just, like, a side, mostly comedy character. Like, he's got some really good lines, 
like the part where Carol hits the ground, uh, you know, like uh, what was it? Ms. Marvel is like falling out of the air, and and Nick Fury is just like, you know, <laughs> if you don't catch her, she's not gonna live till high school or to the end of high school or whatever. Yeah, and and then suddenly before she hits the ground, she swap places with Carol. <laughs> Carol slams into the ground, and Nick Fury <laughs> looks down and is like, oh, it's fine, it's Carol. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's weird how they use them. Um, it's like she's indestructible. I mean, you can I, throw her at the ground; it's fine. I mean, I guess in the first Captain Marvel, he was also kind of uh, side comic relief. Mm. Um, but in this one, like they they just went way into it. Yeah, I mean this this is Nick Fury who's been through so much shit that he's just yeah bored. That this is uh, Sam Jackson just in it for the check at this point too. <laughs> mm. um, uh, I mean, he's he's always good, even if uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to speculate. Uh, anyway, um, mm. yeah, it. I I like the musical part. It didn't go on long enough. Mm. Um, yeah, that scene and the cat scene. We're both yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, aside from that, I I thought it was mostly just alright. Yeah. Um, like the the you know, the, the supposed drama between um Carol and uh Monica is not super interesting. Yeah. I mean I did like, like it, it, uh, I think I talked about when the ep- where when the movie came out and I saw it that I like that Carol feels like a person who's allowed to have faults in this one in a way that she hasn't been up to this yeah. point. Yeah, she's weird and awkward and doesn't think things through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, they, like they, like they gave her fault like they didn't give her, you know, up till now she's just seemed arrogant. And nothing really came of it, but in this one, they you know they just made it like no, she just doesn't know how to talk to people. And then, yeah, I like, mean Monica I, is there I, to be able to call her out on it in a way that like other characters couldn't. Yeah, I mean she has reason, like strong reasons to have trust issues, I guess, um, but they don't really go into that in the first one. Mm. Um. Like even in this one, it's like they they kind of just have a montage and she's over it, mm. you know. But I mean, I like I don't. I'm not expecting Shakespeare out of Marvel, <laughs> it, mm. especially not anymore. Yeah, like it, it. It's just you know everything's just keeping the train going. Um, like it's. Like, aside from Guardians, it's probably the best one since, like, Shang-Chi, I guess. Mm. I don't know what else mm. would even come close. Yeah, I mean, I liked Thor Love and Thunder, but I know that's not popular opinion. Well, yeah, you're, you're objectively wrong. You're not supposed to like movies mm. nobody else likes. Did, yeah. did you know that? Yeah, I also liked Ant-Man Quantumania, <laughs> and that's uh, mostly just because I like Modoc. I don't remember if we talked about that, but I did watch that one a few months ago. Mm. It was like all of this is nothing. None of this, none of this means anything. Mm. 
Uh, I mean, most of the negative feedback of Quantumania seemed like it was because people went in hoping and expecting something closer to the first two Ant-Man movies. And what you get out of that movie is just like a fine, fun sci-fi movie that's not really about size-changing antics because once you get down to the microverse, it doesn't really matter anymore if things are big or small. Yeah. It's 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 weird because like the the trailers and everything made it seem like this big dramatic epic, mm. um, like um, almost conclusion to Ant Man's story, mm. and then the movie is just like, oh, they have a they have a small world adventure, mm. <laughs> and and then they get back and everything is fine. Yeah, yeah, and I mean if because they were setting up. Kang the Conqueror to be the, you know, the big, the new Thanos, the new big overvillain. And even if it wasn't for all of the Jonathan Major's legal stuff that's, you know, pretty well killed, Kang is, uh, I, I, it, it's all in flux right now what they're building up to, but making him the villain of Ant Man Quantumania and having Ant Man, like, just Ant Man and Wasp, just the two of them, kick. Kang's ass. Like, that really undercuts uh, Kang as a character. So, honestly, you got the duck, you duck. Yep. Um, it's a pink duck. That's it. Just says duck, you. Yep. Um, I, I believe uh, that that is supposed to be um, an insert for a vulgar statement. Mm. So I will not repeat that um, on this very, you know, pure podcast. Yeah. You bitch. <laughs> I mean, I, I was uh, trying to sorry. figure out if there was a funny way I could make you be <laughs> the uh, the crude word in Duck You. <laughs> um. I don't. I don't know how to make that work. Um, I mean, you can make it anti-Semitic, maybe. I don't wanna. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So you got you got a duck. Um, is there a, anything else to say is, about Marvels? Uh, not really. Like it. It's. It's kind of another movie where, like. Not much of anything actually happens, um, you know. Like it's like, oh, the the characters they interact. Um, that's really nice. Yeah, it's it. Most of the consequences are for the Kree homeworld Hala and the Scrolls and their search for a place where they can live and not be hated. Um, and that's all stuff that's happening in space, so it generally doesn't matter for the other movies. Yeah. Until the the end, where the, the oh, she's an X Men now. Um, yeah, yeah. She Monica falls through a hole in space and is now in the X Men universe, and we'll see if she turns up in uh, Deadpool versus Wolverine, or if um, if it's just no, oh, she's just in that universe now. I don't know. You know, th there's been the so many credit characters... stingers that have not paid off at this point. That 
and one of the X-Men characters looks like her mom, um, but apparently isn't. So Yeah, it's like that universe's version of her mom is actually Binary, who's a character whose name I only know because I looked up what was going on, you know, like who's this character in the scene. Yeah, I I hope Deadpool is good. Mm-hmm. I I fucking really hope Deadpool is good. The the trailer was really good. So Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Uh I mean I do like that I, the trailer seems like it like they are still it is still that version of Deadpool. And the yeah. whole time travel thing at the end of Deadpool two gave them an in to say the TVA's grabbed Deadpool. But otherwise like, you know, his girlfriend's still alive because he saved her because of the time travel thing. Uh, you know, all of X-Force is alive because he's saved them through time travel. So you get, like, all those characters are back. For probably just, like, the opening of the movie and then Deadpool's gonna be pulled away. But at least, yeah. you know, the continuity. The, the characters we saw in the previous one are back. I just really hope that, uh, they're able to keep the tone the same. Mm. I mean, it seems like they are. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because it, it is a new director, and it is Disney. But, hopefully. Oh, <laughs> uh, I got a gamer duck. Okay. Um, is the the headphones one? Yeah, it's... It has headphones and it's wearing a shirt that says Republic of Gamers. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Mm. Um, I also got like a. It is like a, a pinkish duck with like cactuses on it. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Uh, 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 Marvel, solid 6 out of 10. <laughs> mm. Watch it if you want, don't watch it if you don't. Mm. Uh, and you know, like, yeah. What else was I talking about? Uh, well, I was going to say, you, you mentioned that you listened to the rest of Dice Funk. Oh, yeah, I finished Season 8 of Dice Funk. Um... Yeah, they had a player character die. That was uh, neat. Mm. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I that one in particular making me quit, I think, was more just because, uh, one, it felt like it came out of nowhere, and two, uh, it just hit me that, hey, they do this every season. Like, like basically every season, somebody kills somebody else. Or somebody die. I mean, a, a bunch of the season was just you know, Quinn's character dying from going up against a villain or something, but there's been quite a few, you know, going back to season one, there's been quite a few PvP deaths. Yeah. And on this one, it seems like they planned it ahead of time, which is kind of... I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like, I don't hate it. Uh... I, I mostly just hate that um, Laura had to play a character that was barely set up after that. Mm. Um, after that, 
uh, she played uh, uh, Basil. Uh, Basil, uh, what was it? It was like a narwhal unicorn. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I barely, I mean, I wasn't even paying close attention to the episodes I did listen to, so I barely remember what happened in that season. Um, so at some point, um, I think because of Wild Magic, uh, a narwhal unicorn popped out of Aze Skitch, Skitch's character's head. Okay. Um, and for some reason, uh, it stayed around for longer than it was supposed to. So it became a, a new character. Mm. Um... I mean, even just, and like, the after, entire season, like, I don't remember, because it's like, like the, there's a town, and the whole cosmology is confusing, because the universe is now, s- somehow the multiverse is stacked in a big tube or something, and people are traveling through this town, and then there's, like, time travel or something. I, 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 I could not even summarize what happened in the season, because I, I didn't listen to the whole thing, and also... What I did listen to, I was confused. So it's like season seven, the um, like that whole area is Mad Max. Yeah. Um, and season eight is like the transition point between that and the the next world. And season nine, uh, just going by the name, seems like it takes place in like the the upper world. Mm. Um. Which I don't know that much about uh, yet. Mm. I'll probably listen to season nine in a few weeks. Just you know, take a break and then listen to the next one. Mm. I'd like to catch up at this point. Yeah. So okay. So season eight. I mean, I okay. So so yeah. So it's in a it's a transition point. However, yeah. the hell that cosmology works, I don't understand it. So I, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know like how it's set up, but it's like uh, at the top of the mount. The top of the mountain is like the bottom of the the next layer. Mm. Um, and the the town of Grendel is like uh, I don't know. I guess a. I'm not like uh, some ways down from the summit of the mountain, which is the the top of this world and the bottom of the next. Mm. Um, so, and the the whole story takes place during winter, when basically nobody wants to pass because it's on top of like a Himalayan a Himalayan mountain, which is uh, almost uninhabitable okay. um, in the dead of winter. Mm. Um. So it's supposed to be like kind of like a bottle season where uh, there's, you know, no characters coming in in or out, but uh, um, they kind of do anyway, like not often, but they just because of the the way like real life went, uh, they they kind of had to have an excuse to bring in a couple characters. Um, and it's mostly just like in NPCs that all have a job and like their own thing going on. It's like a whole thing with 
like some kind of uh, malevolent dream force that wants to take over like the whole of existence. Um, I'm sure if you're into D and D lore, you might know more of it than I do, but that's that's the gist of it. Yeah, I mean, from what I've seen and understand, Dice Funk's pretty well divorced from D and D lore after season three. Yeah, like I know Austin said that he pulled it from like actual D and D books, but I don't know enough about about it to you know speak intelligently on it. Okay, um, but the the way he explained it, it seems like it's like oh, it's just like a dark dream force uh, that wants to take over all of existence and. There are these these dark dream monsters that can possess people and uh, make them agents of the dark dream force. And, uh, but also, um, if the the host merges with them, they can become like dream warriors and fight against it. Mm. Um, So that's a, that's a whole like subplot, like along with the individual character subplots, which, some of which uh, have resolutions and some of which don't mm. um, because they die. <laughs> mm. But really, it's about a fascist sheep um, and probably way too many um, like cop allegories to <laughs> to I don't know. It, it's it's like yeah, so, like, so it's okay, like season three and cop- season four had a baby. Yeah, it, like the, the the cop allegories are fine. It's just when you're doing it, uh, you know, all episode on every single episode, mm. and they're they're doing the thing where like they, you know, like they have a, a subtle, um, you know, piece of writing or you know, character building, and then they they just say of. Uh, Oh, this is an allegory for cop shit, um, and it's like, okay, like you didn't need to <laughs> just spell it out every time. Mm. Um, like I, I, I enjoy Dice Funk, but also it, it has its uh, annoyances for me. Mm. But yeah, I still like it. Yeah, I mean, I keep thinking I should, I you know just suck it up and listen to the episodes that i've skipped um but yeah, I, I always worry that like something's gonna it, happen then, and then i'll stop enjoying it again yeah i mean like if you don't enjoy it just don't don't listen right? yeah it's not an obligation yeah i mean like season 10 i listened to the episodes where leon played a duck because that's the thing i've been waiting for to happen since the last time leon was on the show back in season three and had, I think it was on Word Funk where he said he was going to play Bill Webb the Duck, and then he finally did it, and that was good. Um, and then, see, and then I didn't finish season ten. I've you know heard a little bit about what happened, but season ten they started doing like the split party thing, and when I listened to the Laura episodes, it got a little too real for me at times. So I'm like, I'm just going to listen to the the Leon being a duck episodes. Um, and then season eleven. I listened to like an episode and a half, but I don't know. It just it just seemed kind of boring. 
Like, I know it, it takes a while to get going, you know, people have to find their characters and the plot has to take time to start happening, but it just, I don't know, just kind of felt like nothing much was happening and the characters weren't that interesting. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a time investment. Um, like, I I had time to listen to Season 8 because I was doing other things where I couldn't be doing other stuff at the same time. Yeah. It's like, I might as well listen to something. Yeah, like, um, I, I listen to podcasts, like, non-stop at work, but also they have to be things that aren't going to uh, stress me out, so... Yeah. And Dice Funk, in the name of drama, will sometimes try to stress you out. Especially yeah. once it gets to like mid-late season. Yeah, there's like a, a like an eight-episode window <laughs> at the beginning of the season where it's like, oh, it's all happy sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. And then it, it like turns into friggin' amnesia. Mm. <laughs> uh... For you know, every now and then, and you never know when it's coming. Yeah, it's 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 like invincible. Mm. <laughs> every now and then, it's just like extreme violence. Yeah, um, yeah, and that the the rest of Invincible season two, I think, is coming next month. I'd have to look up the date again, but I, I didn't watch the first half of the season. I'll probably watch it. When it's all ready. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, I, you know, I've read, like, some stuff about what happens in the comics, but it's mostly fresh. I guess the most controversial thing that happens in the comic might happen in the second half of season two, but also they might have found a way to rewrite it so it doesn't happen. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know what you're talking about, um, but if you if you do want to share it, uh, I I don't really care about spoilers. Okay. But if you don't, then you don't have to. Well, so there's other Viltrumites around in the universe besides you know Omni Man and Invincible. Um, they deal yeah. with some of them They're... who are you know angry that Omni Man didn't conquer the Earth like he was supposed to. Um, They're basically classic Saiyans. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, yeah. It's like the evil Superman seen... people, kind of like yeah. the Saiyan, you know, because that's it's the same thing. Baby sent to Earth and was whatever, yeah, supposed to conquer yeah. it. Um, yeah, no, there and there's one of them who in the comic, um, basically rapes Invincible to try to get herself pregnant to, you know, give birth to more Viltrumites. Um, and it's a thing that, in the comic, it... I guess, apparently, it's not treated with the weight that it really should be. Um, that it's just kind of, I don't know. I haven't read the comic, but it was controversial. And apparently, there was, like, a line of dialogue in the first half of Season 2 that implies that even though that character is going to show up, she might have found a different way to get pregnant and doesn't have to rape uh, Mark to do it. Uh, so, I mean, I I mean, I guess that seems like something that would happen in a story like this. Yeah, yeah where it just uh, suddenly takes a very dark turn. Yeah, but also, like, if the show doesn't think they can handle that very well, then they probably just shouldn't, right? Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, so, I don't know, we'll see when the back half of the season comes out, if it even comes up. Okay, duck update. I have a 20th duck. I now have 20 ducks. Hmm. You got an achievement for 20 ducks? I uh, so I got an achievement for having 20 ducks. Hmm. Are there any neat new ones that showed up? Like ones that do uh, weird stuff? One... No, but there's one with cool sunglasses. Okay. And there's one that, like, I don't know what it's made out of, um, but it's, like, weird and lumpy, but it's floating. Oh, is that the one so... with the big head? Uh, the... No, it's, like, regular size. It's just, um, I don't... It's hard to tell what it's made out of. Okay. It, it it almost looks like it's, like, covered in moss. Okay. Yeah. Because I know there's one that has, like, a big head and a sweatband. Uh, I guess he worked out too much and his head got big. And sometimes he just, like, tips <laughs> over on his side because he's unbalanced. Yeah, I don't have that one. Um, I do have one with, like, Kiss Eye Paint. Oh, yep. Um, yeah, that one's neat. That's the one I have two of on my... 99 file. Oh no. You don't want two ducks of the same kind. They'll get territorial. Mm. Yeah, and then one of them will get thrown out of the pool. <laughs> I wonder how that happens. Mm. Um, did we have... Cause I don't remember if you had any other topics. We've covered all of mine. Mm. Um, Marvel's no, dice I talked fun. about. I talked about how average Marvels is. I mean, not very much, but I mean, there's only so many words you can uh, mm. use to say something's just you know kind of good. Yeah, it, it, it's a fine movie, uh, just an all right movie that has a lot of fun gags and character moments. It's like if you're already tired of Marvel, like it's not going to change anything. Mm. But also, it's definitely not. It's it's also one of the better things they put out lately. So, mm. um, again, like aside from Guardians, which is like the only oh yeah, a movie by a, a director who was probably given more creative control than the others, who yeah. also has a good sense of how to balance fun with character drama. Unlike, say, yeah. the Eternals, where they also, it feels like they gave that director a lot of, you know, leeway to do stuff, and they did some drama, but not really a lot of fun. Yeah, like, I mean, as it stands, like, uh, Guardians 3 is, like, the only, like, genuinely good one mm. <laughs> to come out in a very long while, I would say. Mm. Like, everything else has been, like, you know, average, maybe slightly above average, uh, or just kind of bad. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. I, I think that that's still kind of most of the MCU movies anyway. That what elevated them was the connected storytelling that they don't really have as much anymore, so they can't bolster each other in the way they used to. See, I, I don't really agree with that. Like, I. Like, even going back to, like, Iron Man, like... Well, like, Iron Man was really good, I, but then, like, Iron Man 2 is yeah. fine. Captain America First Avengers is fine. Thor the First One is fine. 
Incredible Hulk is forgettable. Uh, the first Avengers is a fun at romp. It's you know a, a lot of good quips. Maybe maybe not you know it it, it was fun. Um, Iron Man three was eh, uh, but it had some fun moments. Uh, Throw the Dark World. I think the uh, you know Loki's character development in that was pretty good. The rest of it was eh. Um, Guardians the first one was a lot of fun. Uh, um, Captain America Winter Soldier, you know, was, was pretty good. I mean, more serious, but being pretty good. Um, Avengers Age of Ultron, not so great. Uh, Ant-Man, it's fine, I guess. Uh, Captain America Civil War was pretty good. Um, but also dependent on everything that built up to it. Um, Doctor Strange was fine, you know, had some good, good moments. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, pretty good. Like, I don't know. I feel like, like, most of them, like, when they do, aside from, you know, some of the standouts, like the first Iron Man, when they are really good, it's on the back of everything else that built into them. Like, Avengers, or Civil War, or Infinity War, um, that, like, they work because they had all the, these hours of other movies that helped set them up. Kind of like a TV show. Okay. I got a dirty duck. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one, yeah. It falls in the pool, and then when the dirt washes off, it it just. It's kind of like a more natural duck, like green head, brown feathers, I think. Yeah. Like a mallard. No, it's just like a right. It's just like a regular yellow duck, except it's got shit all over it. Oh. Okay. Yeah, maybe that's a different one. Um, but it, anyway, like, uh, oh, it's, no, no, it's making the water dirty. Uh, oh, yeah, no. it'll, it'll fade. It's, uh, it's just washing off. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, now it is more like a mallard. Yeah. Oh, is after everything washed off. Now, it, okay, I like this one. Yeah, um. yeah, there, there is, like, a duck paint and a dirt paint on top of this duck. Somebody painted it yellow, and then they painted it dirty. <laughs> and then they rolled it's it around weird. in the dirt, and then they dropped it in the pool. Yeah. They dropped it in the pool from, uh, like, a helicopter, apparently. Yeah. Uh, anyway, like, uh, yeah, I, I think what made the MCU special was that they, that they did you know, constantly, like, the the characters just constantly were showing up, and, uh, but, like, I, I think the actual hype of it is not really that consistent with how good the movies are. Because, mm. um, like, I don't know where I'm going with this, but, like, Age of Ultron was probably, like, one of the most hyped-up movies, and it also just shat the bed because it wasn't very good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, like, Civil War worked because we already had these movies, like, Iron Man and Captain America and, you know, their character arcs had been building across multiple movies that they collide in a really interesting way in that movie, but it only works because it had all of this other support 
behind it. But I, I also think though, like Black Panther and Zemo might really work in that, mm. and that was their first appearance. Yeah. Um. So like, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's always going to be like some kind of mixture of both, right? Yeah. Um. But I, 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 it's hard to say exactly what it is, but I think there is something different in just how they're being made now. That is just, just not as good. <laughs> That's what they were doing. Yeah, uh, I guess ten years ago now. Yeah, I mean, uh, it is like they've spread themselves too thin with all the Disney Plus shows that they're they're trying to tackle so many things at a time that they don't really have a narrative through line either in the bigger picture, which was like setting up the multiverse and Kang, and who knows what's going on with that now, or in like the individual character picture, like it's just not you know not really clear where any of it is leading to or leading from even aside from like you know like Gar- guardians you know is you know it's a threequel it's following characters that we've known through other movies um like thor he's kind of like i'd say he's already had his arc but i don't even know I guess, yeah, Thor's are kind of wrapped up in Ragnarok, and now it's just still going, because he's still around. Well, I mean, they redo his arc every movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, oh, he... He's, in, in the first one, like, oh, he's, he's very arrogant, and he has to learn humility. Hmm. And then the second one, they just kind of put him through the ringer. Um, and in Ragnarok, they just kind of put him through the ringer again. Yeah, but by the um, end of it, it's in, like he has to game. be a leader of this like group of refugees, and they're all flying off together. And then we get to Infinity War, and his brother's killed, and he's got to make a new weapon, and then he's, you know, uh, uh, you know, yeah. washed up because I don't know. Thor feels like a character who just keeps existing to do things, and he gets some good character moments sometimes, but he he doesn't really have a through line anymore. He he just keeps coming back. Yeah. And yeah, like I I don't know if Thor's ever been like wholly consistent but from one movie to the next. Like I I think the closest might actually be from Avengers 1 to Avengers Age of Ultron. Mm. Um but I don't even know if Thor 2 was in the middle of that or not. I don't remember. Yeah. And then like like Spider-Man's had I don't know. I I I'm just so burned on the ending of No Way Home that it feels like they're just resetting that character and everyone who mattered to him. That, uh, it's like, what was the point of any of it? But they did have stuff, you know, like development for him at least in No Way Home before they reset all of it. Like, I was never super high on the MCU Spider Man. To begin with, but like the ending just left him in such a weird place. I don't know what to think. Yeah, and that's another part of the like. They they didn't always announce like everything they had coming up in, you know, the, like pre Infinity War, but like they'd announced at least the next like couple years of movies and a lot of you know you you could see how like what you had just seen in like whatever movie just came out 
Like, you could kind of see where things were going and, like, connect the dots and feel like you're following a plot. And now it feels like each movie is just, like, maybe it's connected to the ones you've seen, but, you know, where is Spider-Man showing up next? I don't know. Uh, where are any of these credit stingers leading to? Don't know, oh, yeah, because, they, they... like, Doctor Strange sets up Clea. Okay, so that's Doctor Strange 3, right? Well, that's not on the docket, so who knows? Um, like yeah, they introduce characters and they don't show up for six years. Yeah, yeah. No, the like a lot of the, you know the credit scenes that showed up in you know the first ten years were either leading directly to something that's already been announced, or or they're just like a joke scene, and you can tell like yeah, Howard the Duck isn't coming back. It's fine. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, it, it just the overall plotting's kind of a mess now, so the best you can get is, hey, that was a fun movie, but um, I don't know. I mean, it, it sounds like they're trying to course correct, but who knows? Howard the Duck already had his movie like 40 years ago. Mm. <laughs> I don't know when that movie was made, 80s or 90s. Uh, which one? Howard the Duck. Oh, yeah, I think that was eighties. Yeah, I think it. I think it probably was. It, it, it's eighties. I think it, probably after Star Wars, because it was George Lucas who worked on it. Oh yeah, it probably would have been like mid to late eighties then. Yeah. Nineteen eighty six. Like one of the first. How was that one of the first? comic book movies that wasn't Superman. Uh, somebody was a big fan of Howard the Duck. And maybe they could get the rights for cheap. I'm sure there was a lot more scrutiny on like whether the first <laughs> Spider-Man movie would be good than uh, whether the first yeah. Howard the Duck movie would be any good. It's actually kind of surprising that superheroes didn't take off sooner. Because like, Batman was big in the late 80s. Well, yeah, um, yeah like, a lot of it was trying to get the special effects. The like, you know, Superman had had you know, enough of, like, a television history that they, they probably had some idea of how to make the flying look. And that was, you know, it was still, the special effects of making Superman's flying look good was part of the selling point for Superman the motion picture. But getting yeah. special effects up to a point where you can do superheroes and you know, have the costumes and have the stunts and everything and make it work in a way that's at least good enough that it doesn't look like shit. Um, I think that's where it really took a long time. And, you know, it wasn't really until computer effects became a thing that they could consistently do it without as, I guess, as big of a budget as uh, they probably needed for, like, Batman 89 or some of those other ones yeah now the computer effects are like on the whole so bad that well yeah because they're like trying they're, to rush them out becoming quicker. noticeable again yeah 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 because they they don't give them the time to make it look good and because i mean with the marvel thing there's a whole you know there's articles on like the, like the way they do these movies they just like tell the animation studios like 
hey, do like six different versions of this and we'll look at them and, and then probably say, hey, do this one, but do it a little, do this, this energy beam, but do it a little more blue and then make them send it back and do it more blue. Like, you know, they, they just, they don't previs stuff the way they should for, a, you know, a, a movie with those kind of computer effects. Like, you really need to settle in on what you want it to look like before you make them animate it. Otherwise, it balloons the yeah. budget out because you're making them do the work multiple times. I know when half of these movies, like, they're, oh, the flamingo is in the pool. I repeat, the flamingo is in the pool. Yeah, has it trapped a duck? No, it's it's kind of it's kind of half hanging on to the deck. Okay, so it's not fully oh, in the pool oh, yet. Oh my god! Uh, a duck just came like around the rim of the steps mm. and knocked it over, and now that duck is trapped in the middle. Okay. Um, and it has to wait for one of the spiky ducks to come save it. I don't have any spiky ducks. Uh, it might get stuck because the first time the flamingo fell in the pool for mine, it. For a while, it and the duck it had trapped were just, like, stuck in front of the slide. And so no one could go down the slide until somebody popped it. I will give you five guesses uh, for which duck got trapped uh, in the flamingo. Uh, is it the, the duck you duck? No. Um, the blue duck with flowers? No. The original yellow duck? Yes. Oh. Okay. He looks like he's chilling. Maybe he likes it. Mm. Maybe that's why he did it. Mm. Hopefully, because the flamingos in the pool, they they have a better chance at getting me a, a spiky duck to pop it. Yeah, I don't know how long it took because uh, the time that happened was last week when I had the game running, and then I went to go do my D and D session, and when I came back, the flamingo was gone. No. Oh. I want to see it pop. Mm. I've seen it pop since then, because, well, one, once you've got the spiky duck in your roster, when you like, when you save and quit and then you reload, all the ducks are dropped in from the drop spot one at a time. And so they'll all be in circulation. So the flamingo hasn't made it in the pool since, because once it starts getting over the edge, a spiky duck will come by and pop it, and then it's just gone. And I hope that happens before the podcast ends. Imagine that. That would be mm. very exciting. A cliffhanger for, for two weeks. Can't see it. <laughs> you can let us know in two weeks if the flamingo's been dealt with. <laughs> no, I just leave my laptop running the duck game the, the entire time. Mm. Yeah. What were we talking about? Uh, yeah, movie? Marvel stuff, because I think uh, we've covered all the topics. Um. I played Jack and Daxter. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's just a nice, fun telethon. Mm. Um, kind of just, a, I don't know, like a, I guess it's the most like Banjo-Kazooie, um, where, you know, you're just going from area to area, collecting everything that's there, and then moving on to the next area. Mm. The, the, the real important thing about it is that like for an early PS2 game, like the the animations are just very detailed. Um, they put serious work into it. Um, and I I'm pretty sure it was a launch title, like a, a Naughty Dog uh, PS2 launch title. Mm. Um, 
but the the thing is it's a very it's a very PS1 type game <laughs> you know like like that generation uh you know like the the collectathon the 3D collectathon platformer um didn't survive very long into the 2000s mm. so like even though like the the look of the game is is very impressive for the time like the the actual gameplay is like I don't know, maybe three years behind. Mm. Um, like the the actual controls are pretty simple. Like like it, it's it's good, simple, fun. Um, I mean, you can't really play it if you don't have a PlayStation console. Uh, so that's unfortunate. But it's the like the really interesting thing about the Jack and Dexter franchise is where it goes after the first one. Um, I don't know how much you know about it at all, but um, yeah. So the the first the first one is like Banjo Kazooie, and the second one is like Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So like Jack Jack and Daxter is like, oh look at this cool fantasy world with uh, like colored uh, magic energy that gives you power ups. Like go co- go collect all the all the orbs so you can buy more power cells so you can uh, you know open up the the next uh, section of the game. Um, and the second one is like, oh, you went. Well, this is kind of a spoiler, but like, oh, you went into the future, um, and your your character got. Uh, captured immediately and got tortured, um, and now he's he's like an adult and he's edgy, uh, and he's got a gun, um, and he has like super edgy dark powers where he turns into a, a big gray monster mm. uh, that just kills everything in the in the area, um, and also you're in uh, like a. a dystopia uh like police state uh, with a guy named baron praxis <laughs> mm. as the, the de facto ruler um, and also in, in addition to the police state you're also fighting uh metalheads which is like these often insectoid like um would be the closest like basically like you know devouring horde type uh enemies mm. that you know want to get into the city and destroy everything and it's implied that outside the the city is a, a wasteland where nobody can really live mm. so it it's it gets really dark for almost no reason but like the the tone aside from being you know, like more, you know, closer to like teenager or adult humor. Um, it, it's pretty similar. Like it's just like often just like screwball humor. Like uh, Daxter, like the, the little orange rat uh, that rides around on your shoulders, just ma- making like sex jokes. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you know, like you know, 
quote unquote kid friendly versions, you know, like he doesn't actually say anything. He just implies it. Mm. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's really fucking weird. Like going from the first game, which is just completely kid friendly, um, you know, light fantasy, um, into, oh, everybody's gonna die. Mm. <laughs> uh, so it's like the original version of Conquer into what became Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Uh, even though I don't think yeah, the original one actually came out, it was just like previewed in magazines and stuff. Like, look, we got this cute new platformer about a squirrel, and now we're all bored of it. Let, let's just do like shit jokes and saving Private Ryan as a whole level. Yeah. It, except Conquer is more. It's like basically a straight up like dirty comedy, mm. whereas Jack 2 is like a, a dystopic. Uh, sci-fi drama, okay. Um, j- just with with a lot of comedy uh, in the cutscenes. Mm. Um, like there's there's a monkey parrot, and his name is Pecker. Mm. <laughs> there's there's like this old like mystic woman who gives you advice and you know does story related stuff. She's got like like. She's never shown standing up. She's always sitting down, and she has like really big saggy tits. Mm. Uh, uh, there's this character Tess, who is who is somehow Daxter's girlfriend. Daxter being the the talking orange rat. Um, uh, she just has like just huge like jiggly tits, mm. um, and she doesn't actually do it. It's so stupid. Um, but like in between, in between all this, it's like there's there's a character named Errol. He's like the captain of the the police guard. Um, and he's like, like every time he meets, he tells the main character like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you one day. Don't worry about it." <laughs> like it's just, it's just edgy shit. But like, it, but somehow it's not that bad. Like, I don't know. Like, you would think it would be horrible, but it's not. It's occasionally funny. Um, but also, the game kind of sucks. Like, there's no checkpoints. Like, if you fail a mission at the beginning, you, you just have to go all the way back. Do it Do it right the first time. Mm. Um, so it's also kind of annoying. Um... I'm talking about Jack too more than I am about Jack and Daxter, but it, it's like it's just crazy the way the franchise goes. Oh, um, Phil Lamar uh, plays a character named Sig. Mm. He's so like all the human characters in this game have like big long elf ears for some reason, um, and the there's only one one. Uh, character in this world who is black and he is voiced by Phil Lamar basically doing his John Stewart voice. Okay. Um and he's the he's the most fun character in the game. Um he 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 basically talks like a black exploitation character. He he's he's amazing. Mm. Um 
Hey, I got a rainbow duck. Okay. Um, I also got an anime duck, which is oh, just like a regular the, yellow yeah, duck with, eyes. with anime eyes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Has anybody stopped the flamingo yet? Nope. It's still just uh, sitting there by the slide, mm. keeping all the ducks in the top area. Yeah. Um, anyway, what the fuck was I... <laughs> uh, Jack and Dexter. I get distracted. Um, oh, yeah. Um, Jack and Duxter. Yeah, Jack 2 is... Jack 2 is really fucking stupid, but I love it. Um, Jack 3 is genuinely good, though. Like, as, as weird as the transition between Jack 1 and Jack 2 is, um, Jack 3... Is just genuinely good. Like it takes all the all the worst shit from the second game and makes it a lot better. Um, like there's there's actually checkpoints in the middle of missions, so you don't have to lose twenty minutes of progress every time you die. Mm. Um, you actually get rewarded in almost every mission with like a, a gun upgrade. Or like a, a power upgrade, um, or even 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 if it's just like a story item, like it feels like you're making progress and not just doing busy work. Um, the writing is generally better. Like there's just there's less edgy shit. Um, there's no characters that are just there to take up space, basically. Uh, like everyone has a purpose. Uh, yeah. Like I don't know why I went on this tangent. Mm. Uh, it was just on my mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you have a PlayStation, you've already played it. But you know, uh, play Jack Three. Mm. Just skip the just skip the second one, and honestly. Skip the first one if you've ever played Mario 64 or Banjo-Kazooie. Mm. <laughs> just, but play Jack 3. It's pretty good. Ratchet and Clank is better. Mm. Um, that's all I got. Yep. Um, should I try to guess 151 Pokemon? I don't know if that's an interesting segment. But. That's up to you. Like I can, I can go to the website and do the thing if you want. Like I'll type it for you. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we got like twelve minutes left on the recording before edit, so my brain is falling asleep. So we'll see how well I can do. Okay, just give me a minute. I gotta find it again. Hmm. I'll move the ducks to. The side monitor. Oh yeah, the the ducks are on my laptop screen. Um, my my browser is on my TV. Okay. I've got a very professional dual screen setup, mm. and by that I mean like it's really basic and cheap. Mm. Yeah, I guess for context for listeners, uh, before the episode, Brent mentioned uh, there's some kind of quiz thing where you have 15 minutes and you have to try to remember all 151 original Pokemon um, which at one point in my life I probably could have done in the form of the Pokemon rap but um, I don't know now that I 
you know, most most of the thoughts I spend on Pokemon... Actually, that does remind me. Um, Pokemon Masters EX updated to um, their year... It, it, the game's been out for four and a half years. So they did a big update thing where they added... Um, you can now put... Like there's a photo maker thing where you can like pose and do expressions for three trainers, and like change the background and stuff. Uh, do like a photo, and you can save that to your profile. Uh, and then you can also unlock titles to put on your profile. So I'm currently, you know, spending all the stamina I have whenever it refills to try to. If you spend, it's it's like ten thousand stamina. Um, with a, you know, a, a single character. You unlock, uh, like, character name fan. So I'm trying to get the Phoebe fan title, but I have to spend a thousand stamina to do it, and you can only stockpile, like, a thousand. So, I okay. spent the thousand that I have, and now every day I've got, like, the 200 that you can accumulate normally, and then the 200 that they give you for logging in at the start of the day, and then I just expend all of it. So, eventually, in a few weeks, I'll have the Phoebe fan title. Otherwise, uh, just otherwise, I have a photo of Phoebe being excited and Flannery in the background being like, uh, you were a little too excited there. <laughs> what, a, what a weird thing that game is. Yeah. Um, it, it's the waifu husbando I, I, game of Pokemon. Okay, I have two things. One, I have the quiz. Mm. I haven't started it yet, so the timer hasn't started. Okay. Two, I got a cow duck. Okay. So that's very exciting. Yep. Um, okay, let me know when you're ready. Okay. And I will I will hit play quiz and. Uh, okay. No. You... Just give it. Give them to me very slowly. But I only have fifteen um, minutes. And I. Well, you know, just like I will, just give me like three at a time and I will type them in and I will let you know when I'm done and you can give me a few more. Okay. I, if I don't get them done in 15 minutes, I'm going to blame you. Oh, that's fine. Unless I take um, very long pauses, I guess. You will. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm starting. Three, two, one, go. Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, Venusaur. Also, is it going to tell me how many I've gotten so I can know how many more I have yep. to do? You, you've got three out of one tip. Okay. Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard. Okay. Squirtle, Wartortle, Blastoise. Okay, but if I misspell any, I'm going to let you know. Okay. <laughs> okay, go. Uh, Caterpie, Metapod, Butterfree. Butterfree. Wheel, yep. Kakuna, Beedrill. Okay. Rattata, Raticate. How do you spell Rattata? R-A-T-A-T, yeah. Um, let's yep. see. Uh, Spiro, Firo. Spiro, Firo. Uh, Pidgey, Pidgeotto, Pidgeot. And I think we've hit the point where, I, I mean, I don't know if these are all numerical so far, but it, it it's, you know, that's like the first 20-something. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you've got the first 22. Yeah. Um, okay. Vulpix, Ninetales. Vulpix, Ninetales. Growlithe, Arcanine. Because those are version mm -hmm. pairs. Growlithe. I actually spelled that okay. right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, Nidoran male, Nidorino, Nidoking. Nidoran male, Nidorino, Nidoking. Okay. 
I thought Nidoran gives you both. Oh, good. Yeah, because yeah, there's Nidoran male and the Nidoran female, Nidorina, Nidoqueen. So, the whole Nidoran line. Nidoran. Okay. Uh, Clefairy Clefable. Okay. Jigglypuff, Wigglytuff. But we're not counting Igglypuff. Nope. Or Cleffa. Um, Machop, Machoke, Machamp. I know I'm bouncing around a bunch now. I'm oh, gonna fill in the gaps right. in my brain, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ghastly Haunter, Gengar. Okay. Geodude, Graveler, Golem. Shelder, Cloister. Shelder. How do you spell Cloister? C-L-O-Y-S-T-E-R. Ah, yes. It's not with an I. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there's a Y. Slowpoke, Slowbro. Forty-nine. Voltorb Electrode. Voltorb Electrode. One hundred left. You've got twelve minutes. Okay. Uh, well, that's pretty good. Um, Kangaskhan. That's a fun one to spell. Um, I spelled it right. Okay. Look at me. Um, Dratini, Dragonair, Dragonite. Dragonite. Uh, Mewtwo, okay. Mew. Mew. Uh, Mewtwo. Zapdos, Moltres, Articuno. See, the weird thing about um, Pidgeot and Pidgeotto mm. or Articuno. Okay, you can mm. keep going. Uh, Snorlax. Yeah. Snorlax. Yeah, Snorlax. Uh, Kabuto, Kabutops. Omanite, okay. Omastar, and Porygon. Yeah, I'm mentally okay, cycling through the, the Pokedex. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep my um, shit to myself and, okay. until Goldie you're like in a gap. Goldeen and You're at 68. Okay. Well, that's not bad. Um, oh, let's see. Okay, because I know I missed some early... In like the 30s and 40s. Um, yep, you've got 23 through 28. Manky like. Primeape. Yep. You're going through the yellow version now, huh? Uh, I guess. Yep. yep. I'm, I'm, I'm mostly remembering like old Pokemon cards. Uh, Oddish Gloom Vileplume. Oddish Gloom Sprout Blossom... Uh, Victory Bell. Uh, so Blossom is Gen Two. Oh, okay. Uh, uh Weeping Bell. That's right. Um, Bell Sprout, Weeping Bell, Victory Bell. Is that trio? Right. Yep. Got all three. Um, yeah. There's too many bells. Um, let's see. Who else? I'm sure there's some grass types. So Got to be. Uh. Let's see, uh, yeah, I got Clefairy and Clefable, so I got the fairies. Yep. Um, You're halfway there. Uh, yeah, I got the fire ones. Uh, there's some water types. Star me, star you. Or star you, star me. Yep. Um, let's see, yeah, fuck, what's the other water? There's definitely some water types I'm missing. There's, there's, uh, there's Magikarp and Gyarados. Yeah. 
There's tons of yeah, water Magikarp, types. Gyarados, Tentacool, Tentacruel. I spelled Gyarados right. Look at me. Mm. Okay. Let's get those four. Oh, let's see. Uh, seal Dugong. Not to be confused with Sfeol, which is a different seal. Yeah. Um, let's see. Ah, uh, fuck. What other fish were there? If there's any, I think I might have gotten most of the fish now. Uh, Hitmonlee, Hitmonchan. Uh, definitely missed them. Um, yeah, let's see. I think the, did I? Yeah, I did Geodude, Graveler, Golem already. Um, yep. but the, I feel like there's some other ro- onyx. Onyx was another yep. rock type that I was missing. Uh, yep. let's see, fire types. There really weren't a lot. I think I've covered most of those. Uh, nope. obviously Pikachu and Raichu. Uh, it, it would be a shame <laughs> to get through the whole thing and forget about them. Uh, they go without saying. They are they're everywhere. Um, yep. uh, let's see. Yeah, electric types there weren't that many. Uh, Magnemite, yep. Magneton. Um, yeah, let's see. Psychic types: Abracadabra, Alakazam. This is a fun little type too. Yeah, yeah. There's yep. there are three separate ones. Um, Got them. What? Uh, Jinx, Mister Mime. Jinx. Mister Mime is actually one of the ones I missed. Hmm. Well, I can't forget about him. He was the best part of the te- Detective Pikachu movie. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Seven uh, and a half Psyduck, minutes. Golduck. Psyduck, Golduck. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else is there for psychics? Not I think that, yeah, that, I think that's actually... most of them. I, I oh, mean... No. You oh, are missing I'm some. missing I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, let's see. Cause I, I, I know there's only the three ghosts. I already did them. Um, uh, ice types. What was that for ice? Uh, let me run through the gym leaders. See if I can... Oh, yeah. Zubat, Golbat. Uh, mm-hmm. And Ekans and Arbok. Um, and Coughing and Wheezing. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's, yep. that's a lot of the poison. Um, uh, let's do the ghost ones. Grass, I think there's still something I'm forgetting for grass, but. Um, yep, there's three that I can think of yeah. off the top of my head. Um, let's see, yeah, because the psychic water, rock, ground. Um, uh, Elite Four. Did I do all the Elite Fours Pokemon? Go through Lorelei. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Because I remember she had Dugongs and Jinx, I think. Um, oh, Lapras. I will say. Yeah, yep. I've got to get Lapras. That's another one of the one-off ones. Um, yeah, I should probably... Let's see, Safari Zone. Was there, is Missing No on there? You should be on there. No. Um, yeah, it's just 151. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 not that one. Um, uh, let's see. What else was there? Steel type didn't exist yet. I already got Magnemite Magneton anyway. Um, 
Uh, yeah. Oh, there's, I'm sure when I hear the ones I'm missing, I'll be like, oh yeah, that one. Um, so if you want, I can give you the number gaps. Um, okay. Like you're missing 27, 28, 46 through 53, 60 through 62, uh, 77 and 78, 83 okay. through 85, 88, 89, and a lot of the higher numbers. Yeah. So the, yeah, it's a bunch you. of a bunch of pairings. Uh, Pokemon yeah. and their evolutions. Um, yeah, I mean, it seemed like probably ones that I didn't really use much of the ones that I'm forgetting. Um, I'm not looking up a list, but I will cheat and look around my bedroom and see if there's any Pokemon toys of ones that I haven't named and would be ashamed to have not named them. So that's your Pokemon list on the right there, and the image I just dropped. I don't even know if that's big enough to help you out with mm. the, the dual screen, but mm. um, oh I yeah, tried. you got yeah, you got ducks. The flamingo still there. Um, okay, so yeah. Uh, hey, get Cox Internet today. Hundred ten dollars. Cox sucks, which is the opposite of what you actually want. Mm. Yeah, reverse Cox. Um, yeah, no, I think I just gotta try to remember types and which ones existed in Gen 1. Um, I will say there's there's one line you haven't got that uh, you'll hurt yourself not mm. getting. Okay. Well, that's, that's good. Um, uh, uh, how much time do I have left? 3.15. Okay, so I'm probably not gonna get them all after all. Oh well. Um... Oh, uh, Pinsir and Scyther. Yeah, I'm gonna know them. Pinsir um, and Scyther. Yeah, because I know there's a bunch of bugs. Yep. Um, that filled in the gap above Jinx. Yeah, yeah, because those are more of the one-off ones from later. Um, yeah, let's see. I got the Oddish line. Um, and the Blossom line. Uh, were there any trade evolution ones I'm missing? I think I got those four. Yeah, I'll just tell you no. There, there were four, and you got them all. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because that's how I remember those ones. I mean, I got the starters obviously, and got the first first wave. Um, Polytoad, or not Polytoad, the other Polys. Uh, Polyrath, Polyworld, Polyrath. and. Uh, what was the name of the first one? I'm looking right at a toy of it. I I want to say Polygon, but no, that that it could not be that. Nope. Um, Polywag, Polywag. Yeah. yeah, Polywag, Polyworld, Polywrath. Um, yep. Yep. There's that. So that one. gap above that gap above Abra is filled now. Yeah. With the polys. Yeah. 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 That's that's the other water trio um although there's probably at least another water duo that i'm still missing because uh, there were just so many of those ones um yeah there were a ton yeah i'm just remembering like pokemon from later games uh let's see oh magmar and um electabuzz yeah they, they had baby versions yep. um 
Uh, let's see. Did any of the ones that had but ugly Gen Four evolutions? Are any of those that I missed? Oh, there uh, definitely is. Uh, One minute left, by the way. Oh uh, well. Oh well. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna get them. Um. Mm, Tauros. That's another one-off. Tauros. Uh. Nice. Okay, I spelled it right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the timer's just gonna run out. Twenty seconds. You still get okay. one or two more if you think of them. Uh, yeah, if I think of them. Um. Shit, yeah, oh, let's look at the screenshot. Does that even really help with what I'm missing? Mm, yeah, because there's still some big okay. stretches in there. Yep, time is up. Okay. Okay. So, do you want me to send you a screenshot, or do you want me to just point out uh, the ones? Uh, I guess missed? just how many did I get total, and which was I missing? You got 113 out of 151, which is 66%. Okay. Um, so I'll start at the beginning. I'll just go in order of number. Um, Sand True and Sand Slash. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Paris, Parasect, Venomat, Venomoth. Okay. Uh, Diglett, Doug Trio. Oh, yeah, I like those ones. Meowth, Meowth and Persian. Right, yeah. Um, Ponytail Rapidash. Okay. Farfetched. Yep. Uh, Doduo and Dodrio. Yep. Uh, Grimer and Muck. Oh, yeah, I should have got that one. Um, and the, the Psychics, uh, Drowsy and Hypno. Okay. Um, Krabby and Kingler, which I don't blame you for missing. Uh, yeah, I mean, all of these, one. so mo most of these so far are ones that, like, I remember them, but I never really used them or, you know, cared about them that much, so I'm not surprised. Um, execute and Executor. Okay. Oh, yeah, I right, hold right on. I probably should have got them, but. Yeah, those are. Those are later. Uh, yeah, Cubone and Marowak. I missed those two. Mm. Um, even though they're part of the storyline. Um, Lickitung, I missed that one when I did it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Rhyhorn, Rhydon, he said that. Uh, Chansey and Tangela. Okay. Uh, yeah. Horsey and Cedra. Yeah. Um, Ditto, I missed that one when I did mine too. Oh, yeah, I should have gotten that um, one. Eevee, Vaporeon, Jolteon, and Flareon. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the ones I, I, I thought... I mean, they I, are famous, I, but I've also never really cared that... Like, I know a lot of people love the Eevees, I just... They, they don't really do much for me. Yep. Um, and Aerodactyl. Okay. Yeah. I guess I should have remembered that, because I remembered the other fossils, but I forgot there was another fossil. Okay, so I mean, if you want, we can either end the podcast or we can try to do the Gen 2 one together. Okay. Um, Gen 2 is kind of hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a lot shorter, but the, yeah, it's less memorable. Um, yeah, but they just aren't in the games. I mean, yeah, we can we can do it. Like, we are a little bit over time now, but yeah, we can do that one. All right. Because I'll end up trimming this down anyway. 
Okay, yeah. Uh, there's a hundred, and it's twelve minutes, so okay. it might actually be a little harder. Okay. So, so you're gonna, gonna say gonna... you say the ones that you're saying, and then I'll yeah. throw ones in, I guess. Um, I'll throw ones in when with... you when you have a gap in memory. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna do the starters and the legendaries first, and then we can fill in the gaps. Okay, just yeah, say any of the ones that you're doing. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Yeah. Uh, let me just check on my recording, make sure nothing went wrong. Okay, because I've been out of that window for a while. Okay, we're good. Okay. Okay, three, two, one, starting. So, yeah. send a quill. Quillava. Typhlosion. Yep. Uh, Chikorita. Meganium. Uh, Tudodile. I spelled it wrong. Crocodile. Um, Feraligator. Yep. With just an oh, R at the end, no ER because character yep. limits. G A G A T R. Feraligator. Um, <laughs> Feraligator. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So old. Oh, it's going to waste this uh, let go. It's Celebi included. Yeah. Uh, Celebi. Okay, that's all the starters and legendaries. Okay. Porygon um, 2. Uh, yeah. Porygon 2. Uh, Mantine. Um, yep. Uh, Dunsparce. Furret. Yeah, Centred Furret. Dunsparce, everyone's favorite. Fucking. Fucking Dunsparce. I hate Dunsparce. Fuck Dunsparce. Mm. Um, Larvitar, uh, Pupitar, and Tyranitar. Mm. Um, who, who, was Shuckle in Gen 2? Yes, he was, and I would not have remembered the name. Mm. Yeah, I was um, trying to remember the, uh, the, the Squish Turtle, uh, Shuckle. Uh, and then the we got, we got the babies. Um, how do you spell what? You spell mischievous. Uh, M I S D R E A V O U S. I don't know if it's O U S or just U S. Yeah, it's V U S. Okay. Uh, okay. So yeah, uh, you said the babies. So like, yeah, the babies: Pichu, Iglybuff, Pichu, Cleffa, uh, the the baby Hitmon guy. Cleffa, um, Tyrod. Yeah. Uh, uh Elekid, Magby. Elekid. There's one more smoochin'. Yep. Um, why not is Gen 4, I think. Yeah, uh, was Wobbuffet Gen 2 or was he Gen 3? I think Yeah, Wobbuff that's why. Yeah. Yeah, Wobbuffet's yeah, Gen Wobbuffet. 2, why not was Gen 3? Because the island of yep. Wobbuffet's was in Gen 3. Gligar. Yeah. Um, Don, Fan, and Fanpy. Yep. Um, Steelix and Scizor. Yep. Houndour and Houndoom. Hmm. Um, Bird. I'm just, uh, Kingdra. Yep. Uh, Slow King. Um, Slow King, yes. 
get them revolutions in here. Yeah. Um, Apom. What's the pain of one? Uh, Smeargle? Yes, Smeargle. Yeah, a lot of because I I didn't play Gen I played Gen three before Gen two, so there's a little bit of a blur. It's mostly remembering the old Beckett Collectors Pokemon magazine that came out before Gen two, and it's slightly inaccurate pictures, and also training. I have no idea how to spell how to spell Smeargle. S M E A R G L E. G-L-E-O-K-E-A-R-G-L-E-O-K-E-A-R-G-L-E-O-K-E-A-R-G-L-E-O-K-E-A-R-G-L-E-O-K-E-A-R-G-L-E-O-K-E-A-R-G-L-
let's see. Scarberry. Yep. Um, Corsola. Oh. Mm. Yeah, there's Shen a bunch Chou. of these that I associate with Gen 3 more than Gen 2. Shincho and Lantern. Oh, yep. Yeah. Think of, like, really old dark Pokemon. Um, uh, I mean, Sneasel. Absol, I think, was Gen 3. Yeah. yeah. Sneasel. Um, you got Pineco and Fortress? Yep. Uh, Teddy Ursa. Ursa Ring. Uh, my, my spelling yeah, okay. Ursa Ring. Nope. Let's see. Is that 83? Mm. Were there any other old steel ones from back? I mean, because it was mostly like Fortress and Magnemite's getting retconned into it. The only and steel Skarmory. I can even think of is like, yeah, Magnemite, Steelix, Scissor, and Skarmory. Okay. Yeah, because how many more are missing? 17. Well, that's not bad. Um, could be worse, yeah. Little fish. <laughs> the ones we miss are going to be the weirdest, most random ones, I guarantee it. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of ones that aren't super memorable from Gen 2. Because um, they're barely in Gen 2. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I should probably just think through the Gen 3 Pokedex and say, which ones aren't Gen 1 or 3? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Um... I'll say just say Gen 3 Pokemon. Eventually we'll get to one that's Gen 2. Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, uh, was Torkoal a Gen 2 or was that a Gen 3? No, it's um, Gen 3. Yeah. Shit, I feel like there's another Fire one in there that I think of as a Gen 3. Um, I because mean, I know Plusle and Minin were for that one. Volbeat, I think, was Gen 3. And yeah. it, it's pair one electric i think yep. was gen 3 um, yep see it's kind of hard because gen 3 actually uses gen 3 pokemon so yeah uh, most of the ones you think of will be gen 3 yeah there's definitely a couple pairs that were missing are there any like ground type that you know like ground pairs or rock thing. ones uh, or I got Dante, and there's probably another one. Uh, were there any, like, any new psychic ones? Um, Aside from the baby? Stantler. Stantler. Okay. Psychics? I, 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 oh, um, Yonma. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay, at less than a minute. We've got 14 left. Hmm. I bet most of them are like weird symbols. There's there's one early one that uh, we didn't get. Mm. Yeah, these are ones that I never knew by number. Or like early so. pair, I should say. Let's see, what do you get from head buddy? Uh, sore head. <laughs> uh, not quite. What I, I mean, you get like pineco and napalm. Mm. Yeah, I, I think one of my ducks. Uh, got in the water. Oh. Um, somehow. Or, I don't know what that achievement meant, if that's not the case. Hmm. And I'm gonna have so many unseen ducks when, uh, when we're done. Hmm. 
Okay, yeah, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go through. Oh, there's a few that I'm dumb for. Okay. Um, just because I, I like Gen 2. Um, mm. I, I, like, I really like Gen 2. Uh, Ladybod Ladian, like, we're, we're not going to kick ourselves for that one. Yeah, well, yeah, that's another bug one. Toga B and Toga Tick, we should have got, I'll be honest. Yeah, I mean, that one's like Pikachu, where it transcends the franchise so much that I forget yeah. about it. Um, Meryl and Azumarill. Oh, yeah, that was Which, an important one. Yeah. Should have just said Pikachu. Okay. We should have got Wolverine Quagsire. Um, well, that's one that I think of as a Gen 3. That one already had uh, um, freaking Mudkip, though. Hmm. Um, yeah. But I just remember uh, seeing it in Gen 3. Unown. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. An important Snubble and Granville. Yeah. Which, which, uh, that one was whatever. important, but also ugly. Well, Rimmer Raid and Octillery, which are barely engines. Oh, so, I mean, yeah, but Octillery. Whatever. I mean, uh, yeah, I think of it more as a Gen 3 and later. but um, And Lissy, which I forget is Gen 2. Mm. Because it's it's almost impossible to get in Gen 2. Yeah. It's, it's like a 1% encounter in a very random Gen 1 uh, patch of grass for Chansey. Mm. And then it's a trade evolution for Blissey. Uh, so it's yeah. it's almost impossible to get mm. um, unless you're actively trying. But we got seventy percent. Wait, up. oh, that's the average score. We got eighty six. Okay, percent. Um, so pretty good. So we could either do do Gen three where you will carry, or we can we can just uh, call it a day. Mm. I should say call it a day because I do have to edit all of this, but also I do want to do Gen 3. Yeah, you will hard carry Gen 3 because I don't... I, don't uh, I will cycle. try. I mean, I, I don't have as strong of a memory of Pokemon as you do, I think. But I can name all the trainers in Gen 3. <laughs> How many are in Gen 3? That's 135. Oh, wow. 12 minutes for 135. This is hard mode. No. Yeah, they want you to really we'll remember these. Right, I guess we'll just we'll, I guess we'll just do it. Eh? Yeah, yeah, we'll do it, yeah, and I right. might even just truncate all of this Pokemon stuff into like a. It's a I don't know. We'll we'll see if it feels yeah. interesting enough to leave in. Yeah, I mean, at this point, we're we're just having fun and still recording. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, yeah, we won't starting... even doing a closer at the end. Yeah, well, why don't why don't you name all the starters uh, in legendaries and I'll put them in. Okay. Uh, um, because I Mudkip, Marshstomp, uh, Swampert. Okay, uh, I didn't start. Oh, okay. okay. Um, Mudkip, Marshstomp, Swampert. Okay. Trico. Trico. Grovile, Septile. Septile is S C E P T I L E. How is how is Trico spelled? T R E E C K O. Okay. Yeah, there was a C. Uh, septile. Grovile. Okay. Uh, Torchic, Combustion, Blaziken. P 
Hoochiana, okay. Mightyana. Hoochiana, um, Electric, Electiv. No, it's not. Is it Electrify? No. Shit. What's Electric. the evolution of Electric? Manectric. Okay. And I think there might have been a third one to that line too. Maybe. I don't think so. Yeah, maybe not. Um, no. There's no Eevees. Shroomish. Yeah, Shroomish. Very low. Yep. Uh, oh, I can't forget Dome Shroom. Yep. And then Lotad. Um, Lotad. Lombre. Yep. Lombre. Uh, yeah, Ludicolo. And then there's C Dot. Um. The, the one with the Most nipples leaf. and shift tree. and shift tree. Yeah. Okay. Um, Registeel, Regirock, Regice. We'll get the legendaries in. Latios, Latios. Yep. Latinos and Latinos. Yep. And Kyogre, Groudon, Rayquaza, Jirachi, Deoxys. Groudon. Uh, how the fuck do you spell Rayquaza? R-A-Y-Q-U-A-Z-A Okay. Um, and Deoxys. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Deoxys, the Jirachi. Uh, Jirachi. Okay. Yep. Uh, uh, okay, so let's see. Back toward the front again. Uh, nose pass. Yeah, uh, yep. Yeah, we got nose pass. Uh, I mentioned Torkoal before. Torkoal. Um, so I don't kick myself. Duskull, Dusclops. Shuppet, <laughs> Banet, Sableye. Dusclops. Sableye. Uh, what are the other two? Banet. Banet, Shuppet. Okay, the ghosts. Yep. Yeah, got it. That's the whole Phoebe um, roster. Um, the, the rock ghosts are Gen 3, right? The, uh, the big rock ghosts? Which one? Like the, the big uh, statue one, or is it ground ghost? Uh, no, that's, I think, Gen 5. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. The Salamence, Bagon, and Shelgon are the dragon trio. Um, and then this Flygon, and that is uh, it's like Trap Inch, trap something, inch, and Flygon. Uh, Flygon. Yeah, there's, there's a middle Vibrava. step to that one. Yeah, Vibrava. Um, Cacturn and the smaller cactus. There were two cactus ones. Cacnea? Cacnea. Yeah. yeah. Cacnea, Cacturn. So, um, uh, Spinda. Yeah. Um, Spinda, there's... The I'm trying to... Yeah, I was trying to remember the Sloth trio. Slacking, Slackoff. Uh, what's the middle one? Uh, starts with like a V, like Viv or something. Okay. Vigoron. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Plusle and Minin. And then there's the, okay. there's the two beetles. There was like one in each version. Full um, beats and I can't remember the other one. Yeah, 
I mean, that's when we'll, when we see the name, we'll know we remembered it. Um, yeah. Okay, let's see. Back to the uh, Tropius, the fun grass flying one. Tropius. Oh, um, Altaria and Swablu. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lunatone and Soul Rock. Okay, yeah, I gotta start cycling through the gyms. Um, Wailord, Whalmer, Relicanth. Um, uh, Milotic, uh, the Feebass? Whiskash, yeah. Yeah. I got Whiskash, by the way. Um, yeah, my lot. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, because there's a lot more water ones. Because half the world was water. Um, um, what's the seagull? Wingle. Yeah. Yeah, Wingle and its evolution. Pelipper. Pelipper. Um, why not was new to that game. How the fuck do you spell Pelipper? P E L I P P E R. Yeah, yeah, one L, L two P's. Yeah. Um, what was the other one you were saying? Uh, why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Um, um what, what's the what's the caterpillar one? Um, oh right, um, yeah, because it had a branching like a evolution. Dustox and Beautifly were the two final forms. Cascoon, Silcoon, and then. Wormple. Wormple. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, well, back, back in the Elite Four. Um, uh, what, Glalie? It was Glalie, which I think evolved from uh, Snowrun. Yeah, Snowrun Glalie. Um, How do you spell Glalie? G L A L I E. Okay. Yep. Um. Um. The the seagulls, Metagross. Um, oh yes, feel. Uh. What? Uh, the. Yeah. I can picture the other two. I mean, feels unforgettable because of Julia's drawings, but. Um. Yeah. Metagross. Yeah, there's Metagross, mm. Beldum, and Matang. Um, and then there was the, the fossil ones. There was like the the bug looking one. And there was the plant one, cradley, yeah. and something. Um, um, is M something? I, yeah, I think so. I I don't remember. Yeah, I, I know. I I can picture it. I just don't know. Yeah, no. Yeah, cause it, yeah. There's like the small bug one that uh, turns into a standing up bug one, and there's the yeah. small plant that becomes a bigger plant. A bigger plant. It's like an anorith. Yeah. Or something. Yep. Yeah, it's an anorith. Do you, do you know how to spell that? A n o r i t h. Okay. Um, also, there's uh, the the steel rock trio, uh, um, Aeron. Um, Agron is the final form. I can't remember what the name of them. Laron, Aaron, Laron, Agron. Laron. Yep, L A I R O N. 
later on. What's the psychic fighting one, like in the second gem? Um. Oh yeah, the the monk one. It, yeah. yeah, there was like a two part to that. Um. Yeah, don't don't remember the name of that one. I should remember it. Um. And there's definitely some water still missing. I think maybe even an ice type still missing. Um, well, there's still those Sphiel evolutions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Celio. Sphiel, Celio. Um, I don't remember the name of the last one. The last one's like a, uh, it's a walrus. So I think it's like a walrus pun name. Walrain. Yeah. Uh, how do you spell that? W A L R E I N. Yep. Um. Oh, let's see. I, I think there's some birds is, still missing. Is is Whiskash an evolution? Um. Yeah, I think so. There, there's like a little. It's like a wormy guy. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, I can picture it. Um. Yeah, because I think there's a, a trainer in the game who wants to trade for the, the wormy one. Or either trade for it or trades it to you. Um, yeah, because it was a pain in the ass trying to catch one of those things. Uh, I think there's another fire type in the fire tunnel around the volcano because there was like Slugma and Torkoal oh, well, and something Numel. else. Yeah, yeah, Numel and Camerupt. And Camerupt. There's also the shark yes. one. Uh, there was like the two-part shark one. Sharpedo. Uh, yeah, Sharpedo and the piranha. Uh, car carva something. Car Carvana. Carvana. Not to be confused with the website. Um, I don't know how to spell Carvana. C A R V A H N A. If that's the correct name. No, I know it's close. Yeah. Carv yeah, I don't remember the name exactly of that one. Okay, yeah. I, um, I don't know how to spell it. So. Yeah. Um, let see. You've got 30 seconds. Okay. Uh, I feel like this has got to oh, be like a the... grass one. Wismer. Whiskey. Oh, okay. Yeah. And explode. Yeah. Um, um. Oh, zigzagoon. Oh, yeah. And Lemon? E yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, Kecleon. Hmm. I, I got it in before the timer. Okay. Okay, so we got 70%, which I don't think is that bad, considering it's like almost as much as Gen 1 with three less minutes. Yeah. Um, okay. So, we missed Taylor and Swallow, which okay. is kind of... I, I figured there was a bird um, in there. Um, we missed the Gardevoir line. Well, I mean, that's because we don't want to fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, we're just not horny. Yeah. Uh, uh, Surskit and Masquerade. Okay. Fair. Yeah, the, the um, rarely saw them in the game anyway. You have to be like surfing on. Oh shit, we didn't get Shadinja. That one was no, cool. That, that's the next, the next line. Yeah, Ninjask and uh, Shadinja. 
Makuhita and Hariyama, whatever. Mm. Yeah. Azuril. Okay, uh, another Meryl got forgotten. Yeah. Skitty and Delcaddy, fair yeah. enough. Just well, we have like, Wailord, we should have had Skitty. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Um, one while, fair. Yeah, for Metatite and Metacham. I, okay, I well, we knew about them, we too. just forgot the name. Yeah. Um, Illumise is the other bug. Okay, that's another one we knew about, forgot the uh, name. Roselia. Uh, yeah, um, I forgot that was Gen 3. Alright, I'll give you this one, Gulpin. Yeah, that that's the Dunsparce of that, Jen. I mean, uh, it did evolve into Swalot, but yeah, they're they're both crap. C a r v a n h a. Okay. Well, I mean, we had it. We just couldn't spell it right. Yeah. Oh, Spoink and Grumpy. I guess um, I got that one. Yeah. Uh, Zangus and Survivor. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Edge Lord and Cool Snake. <laughs> uh, Barboach. We we yeah, we, knew, we forgot the name. Yeah. Name it. Yeah. Quarfish and Crawdont. I mean, that's a gen... That's, that's a the Krabby and Kingler of this generation. Yeah. Uh, Altoy and Claydol. That's a, that's a gem Pokemon. We could have got it. Yeah. Yeah, I probably would have got it eventually. The uh, Leap is Krabby's okay. uh, pretty evolution. Yeah. Um, it's Anorith and Armal, though. Okay. We did. We got Anorith. We didn't get Armal. I I remember what he looked like. I couldn't remember the name, much less how to spell it. Uh, Castflog. We should have got that one. Yeah, I, I think it would have come up eventually. It, it's a it's a gift Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chimeco. I'm not sad we didn't get Absol. Yeah, yeah, I knew but, there was something yeah. on Mount Pyre. I forgot, and it was Chimeco. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The absolute one. Yeah. Oh, Clam. Uh, yeah, Clamprol was the water one. I was forgetting. Yeah. Oh uh, no, it, it was actually Love Disc. Is the water one? You forget. Well, yeah. There's yeah, there's a, a bunch. Yeah. So I mean, we we did okay, seventy percent. Yeah. Yeah, and of the uh, the ones that were missing, we knew like five of them, and just yeah couldn't place names couldn't. to them. Yeah, or could spell. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean, I see. We got seventy percent. The average of seventy-two. Uh, I'll claim seventy-two just on the couple that we like couldn't spell. Yeah. Or. Yeah. So yeah, we did all right. Yeah. Um, I don't think we should do any of the other. <laughs> I I could not do any of the others beyond like maybe the starters, probably the legendaries, Wooloo. Jingle keys. Yeah, that's about it. See, I, th I think like maybe Gen Six, just because there's only like yeah, but they're not memorable. Aside from yeah, you know, most of them aren't memorable for Gen Six. Yeah, the, like there were a couple bats, oh. and there were the legendaries, and there's Jingle keys, and there's the flower, and 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 that's like it. These times are not consistent. Six minutes to do 72. Hmm. In Gen 6. Um, anyway. Uh, that was fun. I don't know if that was good radio. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe I'll experiment with turbo speed and just 
you know, turn the last 40 minutes of the episode into super fast. Or play the credit. Yeah, pl I'll play the outro song and then it'll just keep going for another 40 minutes. <laughs> and that'll be the joke. Bye, Eugene. Yeah, bye. I don't see that many new ducks. Mm. Let's see. Okay. Oh, there's a. There's a. I've got a, a skeleton duck. Oh yeah. Oh, and an alien duck. Mm. Uh, the rock duck is still there. Mm. Wait, we should probably stop the recording. I mean, oh, the rainbow duck is all alone in the bottom pool. Yeah, until the vacuum takes no, it. None of the other ducks can get there because the the. Okay, I'm gonna stop my recording. <laughs> you keep that in the comment. Oh my god, keep that That's the worst way to end a podcast. <laughs>